Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RT Geeks. We are a bunch of professional science communicators who blend Dungeons and Dragons and science, but we're doing things a little differently this week. My name is Simon. I am not Sharmini, who normally does what? the intro. I know. Well, just uh, stop. Podcast listeners right there. will immediately tell the difference, uh, but unfortunately, you're missing out on Below Me in the video. It's some <laughs> wonderful art of Tenebris. Uh, you're going to have to go and check out the VOD, but um, Shalmini has had some art made of her character. It looks absolutely gorgeous. I love this it art. Is it's by uh, Hilda Glitz Art on Instagram, which is H-I-L-D-A-G-L-I-T-Z-A-R-T. Hooray. So, and yeah, check out the VOD if you're it. listening on the podcast. It's so um, pretty and cute. But hello. Amazing. She's looking off camera at something. She's looking at her portrait, the other portrait. It looks like it's like a Narcissus type <gasps> thing. She's looking Am I looking the right way? <laughs> Um, hello, everyone, by the way. My Hi. name is Simon. I use he, him pronouns, and I am no, you a were looking the wrong way. communicator. No. <laughs> um, and I, I do videos, I do podcasts, and I do live streams such as this one. And I am joined by Emily Bates. Hello, I am Emily Bates. I use she, her pronouns, and I am a science video producer. And I make videos about science and play D&D a lot. That's, that is what I do. That's my life. Ali. <laughs> Uh, oh God, um, my name is, I can't even remember this. And my name is Ali Jennings. I do make videos too, sometimes podcasts. Um, I use the power of my voice to, oh. normally at this point, I would just scream roll film, but I, like you've left me high <laughs> oh. and dry at this point and this I have no way have no power we, are, we are switching up the order. We normally do things, uh, dear yes. watchers and listeners. We are going to be doing the D&D brief first and then the game. So we can't now roll the film, which is the intro to the game. And we also so, can't roll into Sharmini's intro because she is not here right now. Which we uh, didn't say. Which we didn't say. <laughs> Sharmini is is still with us on this mortal coil, but she's just not in the Zoom call right now. We fall so. apart without Sharmini, apparently. So, um, <laughs> yeah, she'll be back. She'll be back later um, for the actual game, but we're just going to be doing the D&D brief before, before she comes back. And we should mention, because we anticipate that quite a few of you, hopefully, uh, will be coming new to uh, this, this stream slash podcast slash video series. Um, we're going to do a very brief recap of the story so far and get you up to date with the latest comings and goings of our characters because since we recorded the interviews for the video that appeared on my channel which is actually happened thank you simon for making that. well that no thank so you I, i've got to say emily bates was the person responsible for lighting and shooting the interviews at her flat and they look very nice which is it why i look amazing. awful in it and everyone else looks great and that's why i'm sticking with it's like going to the barbers and picking the person who has the worst hair to cut yours because they're the one who cuts everyone else's hair. So you because, go, that's well, how you Simon agreeing so that good. I looked awful in the video. And... No, no, I'm saying that you were the one that did the work. <laughs> I did not opine on what anyway, you said. Yeah, <laughs> You put the light there. It was good. The, the coloured light in the background. Anyway, we don't need to talk about the making of the video. It was it was fun. It was good. Um, Right. I guess should we just start some music rolling for the D and D brief and jump straight of, into the D and D brief because this is calm music. It's very weird not having the roll film and having the opportunity to be like, oh, we're going here. We go. Woo. I got. Yeah. I mean, it's about, but also I'm interested to know how this kind of like uh, way of organizing things works. Whether you know, is it better to have the D and D brief at the beginning to kick things off with a bit of science and then you know I, to just no. roll out into the studio. <laughs> I, I think normally no, because I always find the game, like, I don't know, I, oh, maybe, well, no, I'm saying that, I was about to say the game takes a lot out of me, 
So maybe it is better. This I, is not the chat for now. Let's uh, let's I mean, talk I'm, about this. I've just updated our, our category to science and technology, and we'll see if more people come into that and then stay for the D&D rather than coming for the D&D and staying for the science. Mm. That's on Twitch for people on YouTube or podcast. You can watch us live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on twitch.tv forward slash Dr. Simon Clark. God, we're getting that good at this. It's dangerous. We've got to change so something good. soon. So Shami's not, not here, and we're doing really good plugging because normally Shami does all the plugs. So mm, now the three of us it. are having to doing it, do it. So we're like jumping in all over the place. Just plugging each other left, right, and center. No, no. And with no. that, Ali Jennings, <laughs> the floor is yours for talking about. So, so actually, um, last week, something that came up, and I'm going to plow through this, much like Sharmini does most weeks, apparently, is you plow um, through <laughs> the is the is the um, spell calm emotions, which uh, so Sharmini attempted to use on my character. Yuri. I realized that we didn't actually. Um, talk about our characters but we can do I that think let's do that for the recap yeah, yeah. um but Sharmini oh, yeah. attempted to use it on me during last session it didn't work and ali you wanted to have a bit of a chat about the science behind calm emotions i did i wanted to have a fireside chat is there any way that you could put a fireside over my background now is that possible oh god do it live while you do that shall i read what the spell calm emotions says go That's for a it. great shout yeah so, Calm Emotions is a second level enchantment spell in D&D. You attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Each humanoid in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose must make a charisma saving throw. A creature, uh, this is all un not, not needed. Uh, you can suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened. When the spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes provided that its duration has not expired in the meantime. It doesn't really say that they just become calm, but they do. Um, yeah, anyway, that, that's it. So, um, oh, alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that is hostile towards it. Uh, this indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed, which is fair. Uh, <laughs> when the spell ends, the creature becomes hostile again. But that's not how Sharmini uh, or Tenebris, her character, planned to use it. She was trying to relax uh, Simon's character, Uriel, who was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I was freaking out justifiably because I just saw a giant I, dick I did, satire did explode I? into a bunch of butterflies. Did I say I wasn't justified? No. <laughs> I just felt like I needed that context. Okay, okay. <laughs> I wasn't just freaking out for no reason. God! <laughs> That's you. Uh, yeah. So there's actually there's a lot of interesting bits in that spell description, right? So the first one is calm emotions, but it only lasts for a minute, right? Right. So that's something to bear in mind if you're trying to do a kind of, if you're trying to work out how that might work in real life, can only last for one minute. And the second is that um, you suppress emotions, mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily the same as calming them, but I'm going to get to all that stuff later, right? Okay. Sorry, I've just looked over at the Twitch um, and there's just sort of a general fire burning and it is now behind you, but it's it's less of a like cute bonfire, <laughs> like home fire. And Look, it's the asset that I had to have, okay? <laughs> that is the least calm. This is the inside of his mind. <laughs> that is, I am on fire in this calming scenario. I've kept you warm for the rest of your life, Ali. You're oh. welcome. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, okay. It's perfect. Calm emotions. To begin with, I guess you have to know what, what is an emotion. Ali, what's an emotion? Oh, boy. What do I feel? 
Tell me what I feel. Which also relates to infinity, so I'm intrigued. Why did you program me to feel pain? <laughs> Sorry, I went back to David Bowie <laughs> again. That was a pre-stream conversation. Sorry. What's an emotion, Ali? Go. Oh, God. Uh, I said it up so nicely, Simon, and then you were like, no. <laughs> Swear. no. David Bowie. Does he feel emotions? He probably does, but a whole He's... spectrum of emotions that we I don't, don't I understand. I hate to break it to you, Ali, but um, David Bowie did die a few years ago. I don't think ago. he feels emotions anymore. Yeah. No. Wherever he is now, he may well. Oh, okay. That's a whole other D&D brief. So, right. What was that? Um, what is emotion? What are emotions? What are emotions? <laughs> okay. Well, etymology corner, right? For you, Dr. Clark. Oh, he loves a bit of My favorite corner. corner. I learned some. I, I learned some really cool etymologies this week. I, I really hope they come up. <laughs> See your did you learn you them did. in preparation? No, I've started a notion page. Whenever I learn a cool etymology, I just make a note of it now, and oh. like I'll eventually accumulate like a big pile of them. It's amazing. That, can, you in, can your second book be called Etymology Corner and just be about interesting etymologies? That I want half the profits now. Thank you. That's that's. I'm taking it. <laughs> Feels legit. I've witnessed that. Yeah, I've seen thank the verbal you. Contract. Twitch chat, you saw it too. Uh, people listening on the podcast on YouTube, I'm not cutting this out, so you saw it too. <laughs> right. Second book confirmed. What is an emotion, Ali? <laughs> Etymology corner. Welcome. Emotion comes originally from émouvoir, which is Ooh. 16th century French. Ooh, say and that it again. just means émouvoir. Émouvoir. And it means to stir up. When you stir up emotions, you're stirring up, stirring up. Oh Oh my God. Stir up, stir up, up, deception. Stir it up twice. Anyway, right. So um, there's lots of different ways of thinking about emotions. Obviously, this is a huge, huge topic in neuroscience and Mm. like our our lives, like the lives of humans. Um, But you can break it down down. roughly, right? And... There's a way, there's a few ways of doing it. So one way is by cognitive appraisal, which basically just means what are you thinking about? What is it? What is the actual kind of thoughts behind the emotion? Okay. If you were trying to work out what it was. The next one is bodily like response, you know, your heart rate or your sweating or even like your facial expressions, which can be quite difficult to hide, right? They're sort of an automatic response, even though some of them are more controllable than others. Um, and then how you actually feel, which is your subjective sort of conscious state, right? Whilst you are processing the information and feeling the bodily feelings that you're having during this emotion. Okay, so that's the kind of like top level stuff, right? That you can't really because you can think about, oh, I think I, I feel sad because I, it, and then you have the physiological response to feeling sad, and then you have the thought that you're sad but you're saying the sadness is like another level like encompassing that well the first thing would be like i see my pet rabbit being eaten by my father right (gasps) that was incredibly specific are you okay ali (laughs) my gosh (laughs) and then you process the you process what's happened right like just the technical aspects of what just happened oh no my rabbit's been eaten by my father yeah okay you you don't even know just like i witnessed my rabbit Okay. Yep. by my father all right i have that's a thing then you get the bodily symptoms and then all of those combine to form some sort of feeling right which is like a which is this emotion concept which we call emotions right but actually that's a very sort of vague yeah i have a question 
Um, if you didn't have the bodily response to the thing you are witnessing and therefore processing, does that mean you're not feeling the emotion? Great question, Emily Bates. Thank you. Really I've got a great question. Pretty. Come yeah. on, Simon, catch up. <laughs> yes, you, Clark, at the back of the hall. Were you a bit late to this? Anyway, just make sure you hand. I hope you brought enough questions time. for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so this. Oh my God! Is am I a burning building now? I've just got that. It's, it's, it's actually a fireplace. Like, that is a fireplace yeah. now on Twitch chat. Yeah, it looks good. Okay, great. Not Twitch chat. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, the answer to that is. I don't actually know, right? You because it's, it's quite difficult to. Basically, what you would have to do to test that is you would have to numb the physiological effects of any sort of emotion, which would be heart rate, like sweating, yeah, breathe, breathing, probably rate. Like you would have to control death that. Or... <laughs> but I I'm mean, just, you know, or at least you know, it's interesting um, from Infinity's point of view because obviously she couldn't previously, you know, feel her emotions, but she would still have been processing the information that she was receiving. So, I don't know. Just it's interesting. Tell me more. Oh, Simon's got a question now. Oh, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, right. What else is that hand up, Simon? Simon, <laughs> is, a, is this for question's sake. Is this something that can be isolated in, for example, if you put someone in an MRI and you showed, say, a hundred people the same thing, like MRI. their their rabbit being eaten by their own father, would you see the same? type of response in their brains oh that's a, that's a good question simon that's good um that's, is it? he means well, fmri when he says mri yeah so what f so so mri measures the structure so that's just looking at how the brain's built physically and then fmri is measuring maybe how it works but not really it's just measuring the blood flow to the different areas and even that's only like two seconds late so yeah what does it really it's mean? a bit wishy-washy is yeah. the f like ferromagnetic functional 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 um, so incredibly functional. Just <laughs> it's like those regular MRIs, they're just so unfunctional. Infunctional? Unfunctional. Dysfunctional. Dysfunctional. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so um, yeah, so what happens is you, you light up a few areas, which basically just means that when you have certain emotions, certain areas receive more blood flow or receive less blood flow. I'm not actually completely sure like, what the exact different areas are, depending on the different kinds of emotional stimulus, but it does happen. But I'll get to that. I'll get to that, I promise you. Um, so, the emotional breakdown thing. So if you, you can, as in not having an emotional breakdown, it's in breaking down what emotions are. That's just my originally Tuesdays. It was that, so originally Sorry. it was thought that, right, on the, in, at the very beginning of psychology, right, the, the godfather of psychology, this guy called William James, was like, um, I think that, all emotions are are us perceiving our own physiological changes. So right. I'm ang I'm angry because I hit someone, right? Oh, but okay. more more specifically, I'm angry because my heart rate went up because so, all of the stuff happened that made me angry, right? Exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. But this is and this is super clever, which is which I love it, right? So that that works, except a sensory stimulus has to pass through the brain proper in order to reach the uh make that does come into it um right. but that's kind of a bit later on but okay. in order to trigger an actual physiological response right so if you get like punched in the arm by the bully in your school your particular bully who does it like every day i can see her face now but yes carry on <laughs> that has to come all that like nerve response has to come all the way up through the spine to your brain to be processed as i've been hit in the arm 
before you can process it as I feel pain. So yeah. you must have cognitively worked out what was happening before you actually had the sensation of pain, which is supposed to trigger your emotions. Does that make sense? Why? Wait, sorry. So the, the so, that, so that's that's that means that it can't be we're angry because we strike because right, yeah, you had to have like understood that you were striking someone or being struck. Yes, absolutely. Before you yeah, had that feeling. Yeah. The bully was yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then you get this guy Shachter with this two-factor theory proposal, which is awesome. Um, and that basically what he says is that okay, it, it works in two ways. What you have is you have arousal, or you have um, yeah, physical arousal mixed with cognitive interpretation. Your eyebrows down, Simon. <laughs> but seriously, right? So you can uh, you put put those eyebrows back up, right? Because actually, what <laughs> what he I could did, do one if you want. That's getting there. So what? Okay, this is one. My of eyebrows awesome... don't move very much. Can I show it, everyone? Sorry, podcast listeners. Ready? So right, this is them like down, and then. Oh my god! Oh my they barely move. I know. Uh, That's crazy. Uh, uh, I just assumed you didn't show. But I can emotion, still make but... it. I can still make it look like they're doing stuff. I still have expressive eyes, but my eyebrows just go only a little way. For podcast listeners, it's like it's like watching an ant do bench press. Like it's it's moving like five millimeters at most. It's quite powerful, isn't it? Much like an ant, like there's a lot of force going into yeah. the eyebrow movement. I know what emotion Emily Bates is feeling when I look at her eyebrows. The tiniest movements. <laughs> Sorry, that was a slight derailing, Ali. As Sorry. you were, my eyebrows were back up. Excellent. Right. Good. Thank you. Clark. Well, I'm well done. <laughs> So, okay, so basically what they wanted to do is they wanted to test whether um, you could separate these two, like, if it was both cognition and physiological response. So uh, they invite a load of people for an eye test, right? They said, they're like, right, we're going to test this new eye drug on you. Um, can you just come and wait in this waiting room? And we're going to give you an injection of this drug, and then we're going to test your eyesight. Uh, but they didn't inject them with a, a, a new eye test drug. They injected them with a shitload of adrenaline. Oh, God, I miss old psychology tests. Fuck me. Yeah. Just insanity. <laughs> So, so these people come into this room, right? And they, for, for reasons they don't understand, they just feel completely like, just like. <laughs> and, then there's, and there's one person in the waiting room next to them who's like another, uh, another person who's being experimented on, except they're not, right? They are A plant. working with the experiments here. And that yeah. person's only job is to show one of two emotions. One of them is complete euphoria, right? Like just dissolving in happiness and the other one is total rage right oh my god wow but, but, but why <laughs> why were they Be doing that <laughs> because um basically it says that the person who came in who was full of adrenaline just copied the emotion of the other person they ah. just they it was like being full of adrenaline didn't make you happy or sad it was just seeing it was wow. to see what the other person. That's so was. interesting. So basically, because they were having this extreme physiological response, and they witnessed someone else having an emotion, they went, "Ah, oh, that's why my heart is racing so much because I'm about to be sad, or I'm about to be euphoric, or I'm about to be angry." Yeah, exactly. So, <gasps> and the, so when you that's say cool. like it's about be about arousal, what's interesting is I think I think there's another version of this experiment where basically you inject someone with adrenaline, and basically you can show someone a load of porn, or you can show someone on. Uh, some other thing which isn't sexual related and basically that adrenaline will either go towards being arousal will either go towards being like sexual arousal or it'll just go somewhere completely different like sexual arousal isn't 
Just but I, I can understand. So, so basically, is this saying that there is a subconscious, the, the physiological response is not a, it's not a conscious thing, right? It's it, it, like you walk into say, say, right. your partner, like infragrante with someone else. And it's like that sees an immediate phys physiological response of like, mm. Well, I guess that would be increased heart rate, like your muscles tense up, like your all the blood rushes from your stomach and everything. And your brain just to interprets that as the emotion of rage or But that's really interesting. Like how did you even trigger those responses without realizing that your partner was in Fragranto, yeah. right? So there's so there's a subconscious system and then a conscious system on top of it. Is that the idea? But it's more like, it's not just like one than the other. What it's saying is, look, you can see something happening which should make you angry, right? but you can't get as angry as you should be without the unconscious stuff kicking in and basically being like, right now, you know, you've understood you should be angry. Now I'm going to make you actually angry by giving you this right. boost of unconscious physiological stimulation. That's the idea. So this That's is interesting. It's so it's only once your consciousness actually clocks into it that. Well, so the idea is like you have to understand there's something to be angry about, but even if you've yeah. understood there's something to be angry about, you're not going to be angry until the, your unconscious physiology is like, boom, let me give you the tools to be angry. I'm going to inject you full of adrenaline. And then you're like, just make sure you remember what to be angry about. And then your brain's like, yeah, got it. Have it's they that. done this with anyone with split brain? Because you could do, you, surely you could show one side, the side that's not, Oh no, but then it'd be still be language. No, ignore me. Okay, carry on. That sounds but this, brutal. But the, the immediate yeah. sort of thing that I jumped to was then this idea in in meditative practice and Buddhism of trying to divorce, like the, you you are happier if you divorce your emotional side from stimuli. So you know you are you choose to not be angry, but you like you choose to be mindful and calm and you know all this self centered mm. stuff. So it's actually like it, that works in the sense of you're severing that conscious connection or like you're consciously yeah. choosing to not acknowledge almost the physiological response but you are that's, still having the physiological response because you can't control that yeah yeah so that's that's super interesting and i there was i found a whole paper on zen buddhism and like the neuroscience there's of it. been loads of stuff but done was, with buddhists and uh and, and, and neuroscience it's, it's, it's so interesting zen was like the big guy who did a lot of the yeah. stuff right so the mindfulness Sounds stuff right. basically the way that it works is it actually basically trains your um I don't want to call it your higher brain, but it's basically like your cortex, which is the more evolved part of the brain. And there's a kind of your prefrontal cortex, which is probably the most sort of the furthest along the intelligence ladder we've got as mammals. And basically to jump ahead a bit, what that does is that controls, um, it basically has a, a feedback connection to some lower parts of the brain, which are good at pumping up emotion. And the prefrontal cortex can dampen that down. It yeah. has sort of like, it's like a fire hydrant. It can put out fires down there. Um, and what mindfulness training does is it makes you better at using that part of your brain. It seems it increases the activity there. Right. And there is a, and so there is a, a physiological basis for, because I think it's one of these techniques, like I've done mindfulness training in the past and I, I found it's been really useful. Like it's, and it's something that I've noticed a definite effect. And this is basically saying there is actually, it, it's not just kind of wishy-washy uh, mysticism. Like there is actually a basis for this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mindfulness is very, very real. Um, there was a, re a recent fairly interesting paper about how one in 12 people who sort of try I'm going to just check because I think it is. Yeah, that it can actually worsen depression and anxiety in one in 12 people. Mm. So if you're sort of trying mindfulness and 
particularly if you're just doing it through like an app or just you know yourself just sat at home trying to do it if it is making you feel worse like do maybe take a step back and maybe go talk to a doctor or get like an actual guided mindfulness because it can it can make it's almost like your brain rebels against the fact that you're trying to calm it and it, yeah. it's been proven that it can actually worsen or, um, or you're more depression anxiety you're drawing attention to what you're feeling in your body and if you are feeling things that you weren't consciously aware of before then it's like a oh my god wait what is this kind of reaction yeah i'm not sure but i mean it's it, it, i'm not sure exactly what it is but yeah it's it's because it, i had i had that when i did careful. The, i did a mindfulness course at, when i was in my fourth year at oxford and it was with Danny Williams, who was like one of the key professors who like who'd worked on it. It was like an amazing opportunity. But I was about three quarters of the way through the course. They did a session on, um, yeah, it was it was like a guided meditation type thing. And I didn't realize at the time my mental health was abysmal. Yeah. And I remember it was like uh, it, it made everything a lot more intense. And I wanted to like run out of the room, which yeah, I you... think is because you are actually sitting with your emotions in a way that you perhaps you you are you're consciously switching the attention onto them in a way that you weren't before. Yeah, so um, just be careful out there. See, see a doctor. So how does this relate to calm emotions? Yes, so how does one calm an emotion? Hold up. I just want to just oh. jump back on that, the mindfulness thing, right? There better be an etymology in this, Ali. Oh, no, it's not. I'm gonna, it's I'll Google the etymology of mindfulness. I believe, drugs, I yeah. Believe a, I believe it's a translation from Vietnamese, because I think it's a term that Thich Nhat Hanh introduced. Uh, mindfulness. <laughs> Brilliant. Etymology et etymol online says uh, it's from mindful plus nest. Thanks. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. That's really, really useful. Oh. The floor uh, here is made of is that Yeah. The drug thing is that um, so one of the kind of touted uses of psychedelic drugs is in the treatment of depression. Um, and the idea being that you can you can process, you sort of get rid of some of the pre- existing like loops that you've been going through and find it difficult to get out of and you basically get sort of those loops get shattered a bit and then you can rebuild new healthier loops in your brain but mm -hmm. it sounds like there's a, a sort of similarity to mindfulness there because um you are forced to sit with your emotions and when you take a psychedelic drug you can't escape that you don't have any sort of you basically uncouple the top down like i choose not to deal with these part of your brain you just have to deal with it Having just mentioned about um, Thich Nhat Hanh, um, he's a fascinating guy. People don't know who he is. He's this Buddhist monk who um, was like, he's from Viet Vietnam and has written loads of stuff and is like very influential. He's called, on his wiki, he's referred to as the father of mindfulness and kind of did a lot, I think, to bring Buddhism into the fold. He actually only just died. He died oh. on the 22nd of January, um, which I did not know. And that's really I sad. I know that. There's some great interviews with him on YouTube where he sort of talks about because I mean he's he's one of these people that like uh, Martin Luther King nominated him for the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, it's like he's a big fucking deal. Um, <laughs> big fucking deal. Uh, yeah, big fucking deal. Aren't I aware. did not fucking die. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I am so mindful. <laughs> that's what he said. Yes, that's um, a direct quote. Yeah, <laughs> I am so fucking mindful. Don't you know who I am? Tick not hard, bitch. That's played by Vinnie Jones. Um, just see him like jumping off, off onto someone's chest or something. Be in touch with your emotions. He says, slapping the shit out of someone. Um, yes, but uh, so I, I interrupted there, Ali. Um, you were saying about drugs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. So that was drugs. But anyway, let's, okay. Let's forget about that. Let's just think about how do you you actually calm these emotions. 
Mm. Right. So I was about to say listening to Ali Jennings' voice, but then you went right. right. <laughs> so right. Um, Vinny Jones. Untick that fucking thumb, bitch. <laughs> Respect the dead. Yeah, very, very respected <laughs> Buddhist monk. That's a special place in hell. So, right. Um, okay, so there's a sort of like a, a a more obvious route, at least obvious to me anyway, because I'm always sort of, this is what my training tells me to think about, right? Which is drugs, essentially. If you wanted to calm emotions, there's drugs which would do it for you, right? And the most obvious one? Alcohol! I don't know about that. It's a depressant, but I don't know if it calms oh, emotions. Yeah, it just makes them more difficult to control. Oh, well, I mean, like, sertraline? Just going straight Marijuana. into antidepressants. Marijuana. Um, so I'm thinking, like, the diff- <laughs> so sertraline, right, is a serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which means that it's about it, it getting rid of negative, like, negative... Well, no, it just generally right? levels you, doesn't it? I mean, it, it gets rid of, like, the super high levels as well. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not an expert. In my experience, it, yeah, it leveled everything. Like, the, the yeah. very lows were moderate, and then the very highs were also moderate. Then yes, definitely, certainly. But I don't know how that would how that would work. I do know how the one that I'm going to say is going to work. But I mean, the searching thing is an interesting one um, because serotonin does like loads of other different shit, which yeah. I wouldn't. Anyway, um, so Valium, right? Oh, ah, Valium. I don't. I, Valium to me is something that doesn't exist in the UK, and I know that sounds so stupid, but I feel like I only have ever experienced it in like American culture. Like it's always brought up. Is it called something else over here, or is it just Valium and I, just no one talks about it? Like, oh, I popped, I popped a Valium. That's probably because yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what that accent or impression was, but I don't know. <laughs> I popped it all over my bedroom. Valium. If it um, well, no, because Valium's the um, the trade name of whatever whoever makes that particular benzodiazepine. Oh right. yeah, so if you you will have had diazepam if you've ever hurt yourself in hospital, they give it to you. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Is it Prozac as well? Is that no? That's no, a that's serotonin the... reuptake inhibitor, okay. which is a... so the benzodiazepines, right? Basically, if you ever get given a benzodiazepine, which is like diazepam or anything like that, it's also I think it can be used as an epilepsy medication as well, mm. um, at least in some ways. Uh, anyway, basically, what it does is in your brain you have essentially two opposing forces. You have the excitatory neurotransmitter, which is called uh, I've completely forgotten what it's called. Glutamate. It's called glutamate. Yeah. And then you've got the inhibitory neurotransmitter, which is called GABA. Which is also an interesting music style for anyone who wants to go down that particular path. What? And so um so if you basically what benzodiazepines do is they increase the effectiveness of GABA. And GABA is inhibitory. It basically just stops your neurons from firing. So okay. it lowers the neuronal excitability of your whole brain. Well, I guess depending on where it gets up, taken up in like specifically, but but in general, if you were, it would be an overall brain effect, right? Yeah. So you're just your whole neural activity is just depressed. It goes down, okay. and that basically just puts you in. It gets rid of those super high emotions. So it basically would calm emotions. So oh, that cool. would work. Interestingly, lithium. I was about, about to mention lithium. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that, so, that's a bipolar-specific uh, medication, isn't it? But I think originally, like back in the blah, 70s, 60s, 70s, it was just given to everybody, right? You oh, like, yeah. You would be You get a lithium. lithium. You get lithium. Yeah. And it, it just sort of like turns you into, it just super, yeah, calms you, but in a in a, an unpleasant way, right? You become a Do bit we know why? Zombified. Do we know the mechanism? 
Well, it also works by GABA transmission. Right. It, it, so it, it basically makes GABA transition more powerful. So your brain is sort of like muted. But on top of that, it has loads of other really interesting effects. Like it basically triggers neural cell proliferation. So you get lots of neuron, new neurons growing in different places in your brain. And, and it's mm-hmm. neuroprotective. It's just loads of weird shit. So how would you, is there a way to trigger it that we could use to explain the spell calm emotions? I just well, wham someone full of Valium. I mean, job done, right? But, okay, but I'm we're looking... talking about Tenebris, right? So her friends, which are this slime mold colony thing. <laughs> are we just saying they can produce Valium <laughs> like out of their ass? <laughs> yes, Simon. That's really good, Emily. <laughs> I'm looking at the, the wiki uh, for Valium and it's interesting. It, it actually can be administered in loads of different ways, which I didn't know. Uh, so uh, Shamani's friends, sorry, Tenebris's friends, could um, in basically give it via mouth. Um, you can inject it into muscle, inject it into a vein, use it as a nasal spray, or you oh, can that. insert it into the rectum. Yeah. So <laughs> depending on what angle they want to go. Um, <laughs> like, right, well, Shamani isn't here, so we get to pick what Tenebris's uh, friends do. The, the choose the angle. <laughs> the butt. Up the butt. No. Um, Okay. But nasal spray, should it? Nasal I spray, when, yeah. When, when yeah. we did the, was it Charm Person that we we talked about before? Yeah. And that, yeah. Was, that was like that, a direct That was Infinity going, face, wasn't it? no, it wasn't. That's what you wanted it to be. <laughs> I hey, like me. Spray. <laughs> it's <laughs> an injection, Simon. It's like. <laughs> no, it's a spray because it's you can do it from a distance with Charm Person. So it's a spray. Mm, so with this as well, if it is a, if it's the, the slime mold colony producing Valium somehow. Then that's totally you know, true. You just breathe it in and suddenly you're like, oh, but I, I mean, better. But also think about it, like a slime mold, single-celled organism, right? Like they could get right up in your eyeball and just be like, I make a lot of Valium here. How do they make Valium? Do we know? I, just, it's just a chemical of some know? form, I mean, right? it's a very, yeah. looking at the structure, it's, it's a very simple. pretty simple chemical, okay. yeah. So There's... maybe some of her friends, are we, I mean, this is really mean to do without her, but I mean, you could sort of say like some of her friends can produce different, Effects different drugs because she's got this whole like cloud around her all the time, right? Yeah, so yeah. in my head, it's a super organism, and there's like specialized types of slime mold that exist within the right. colony. Okay. And then as and then actually, you could tie that in with the character like level progression of as you unlock spells, it's like a new mutated form of the cells has oh, arrived. You know, so bacteria, right? Which is not what these things are, but they can pass DNA between them. They do horizontal gene transfer, which is horizontal evolution. So whenever they kind of evolve, one of them evolves a good piece of DNA, they just pass it to all their mates and then they can all do it. So it might oh, be a case cool. of like, you have different different ah. sort of bits of DNA evolving throughout the colony. Wait. And they're like, I'll just give it to you, my friends, and now we can do this one specific thing. But it's then like does education. that mean that eventually like, they horizontal will just- Horizontal gene mental. Could eventually her friends evolve so much that they're like, we don't need you anymore, and then like try and attack Tenebris. <gasps> don't do it's that, Ali. Bad DM. Why would you have that idea? <laughs> God, the flames are so appropriate now. Oh no. Wait, I, but there's there's another way. I've got two more two more facts. I want to fact you up. I want to fact you real hard. I mean, real good. I mean, whatever you want, I'll fact you in any way. So, <laughs> like. <laughs> Shalmany um, goes for an hour and this is like, I yeah, actually yeah, think but... we've been quite Ali talked about sexual arousal earlier and we didn't laugh. We were actually very no, good. It was so, important um, and good yeah. and righteous. So maybe it's all Shalmany's fault. In fact. Yeah. The anyway, secret child of the group. Yeah. You know, if you you're if you're super worked up, right? The most annoying thing someone could do is be like, just breathe deeply and you're like, fuck you. But actually breathing deeply does kind of work, right? If you force yourself to I do it. I was gonna it, it say I, I I do that when I get worked up. That's that's it, my thing. <laughs> 
and, but it works yeah. but they they found out it's like four years ago so, so 2017 right so it's that nothing scientific time that's they five years out ago. why that is oh we're in the 2022s now um sorry um just quickly jumping back to the Valium because someone in chat says something very cool. Chaotic brain person, excellent, perfect name, says also some potato plants apparently can produce Valium. Oh, what? So Germany has little potatoes floating around. Potato I think... plant Valium. <laughs> We're quickly Googling just to check because we are always completely accurate on this show. Occurrence of pharmacologically active benzodiazepines in trace amounts in wheat and potato. Uh, amazing. So by eating chips, Brilliant. you can calm yourself down. That's why chips are great. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, this explains so much. Scientifically accurate. Right, sorry, yeah. sorry, sidetrack. The regular beating thing, right? Okay, this is awesome. So there were these, it's 2017, right? So it's not, you know, 60s psychology. We're not giving people like adrenaline and being like, hey, just sit here, I'll give you <laughs> just a drink of water. Um, what they did was they were, this is in mice, right? So I think, it's, yeah, it's mice. So they were interested in breathing. And they, what they did is they went to the, it's called the, what's it called? The pre-Botzinger complex, the pre-Botzinger complex. Oh. And that's basically like a, a little bundle of neurons deep down in the brain, in the brainstem, which controls breathing. Right. Okay. So if you take it out, you just stop breathing. Not great. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, but they were sort of they were looking into it to just basically work out how it works. And what they found was there's 60 different kinds of neurons, 60, 60, mm -hmm. in this tiny, it's just a tiny part of it, 60 different kinds of neurons. Wow. And each of those kinds of neurons controlled a different kind of breathing pattern. What? What? It's it's crazy. And so what they were like is they were like, right, okay, let's just I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go in and genetically, we'll just pick one of those kinds of neurons and we'll just shut it the fuck off, right? And that's exactly what they said. We're going to shut it the fuck off. That's mice. in the monograph, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see what these mice do. Anyway, so they did it, right? And they put the mice in the in and the they, cage. They all die. No, what they want? What they want? It's like, oh, it's not made a huge amount of difference. This is a bit frustrating. And then they kept doing. It. They sort of like, oh, well, we better sort of do it a couple more times. And then they noticed that every time they did it. They put the mouse in the cage. And normally when you put a mouse in a new cage, it goes, it just doesn't like it, right? It just sort of, it's just really unhappy. These mice, super calm. They were super chill. Because they didn't have the ability to have the physiological response. And they so they couldn't, couldn't have that emotion in response. Is it like the panting? The like... paper, but, but yeah, whatever it was, right? You knocked out the ability to change their breathing rate in that way. Did, then they didn't, they just didn't get upset. So that's like, that's like biological firmware like it's it's yeah. a, it's a neuron that's like has the ability to control a certain mechanical behavior this is just yeah, in, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. maybe this is infinity maybe she's not a robot maybe they are actually a creature who just had some stuff like they evolved to look like a robot but actually they're not there's biology in there yeah maybe <gasps> oh shit is it yeah, consider is that. It canon? I don't so know. okay so oh, you're also saying the calm emotion spell could also be something's shutting off a neuron in imagine you'd be like i'm really fucking angry breathe 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 and then something comes and just goes <sighs> and you're like i can't help but breathe slowly and it just forces like that that's kind of cool i quite wow. like that and it'd wow. be instant as well you wouldn't have to give someone like a wide broad acting drug that's I mean, really how, cool. but how would you deactivate yeah. a single neuron could you really that's a great I mean, specialized dance which, the way that these the way that these neurons are even like um, how we why we call them different is because they have a slightly different gen they express the our genes slightly differently. 
Mm. So, you know, we all have the same genes, but we express some of them and don't express other ones in different cells, which makes cells different, right? It's like reading, anyway. So um, that's what is making those neurons a different kind of neuron. So presumably- so they just have a slightly target, different marker. Yeah. Yeah, if you were to target, so they will be, they would have different things on their surface, maybe different things. And so if you were to target those, maybe. Anyway, that's so really I've got cool. one more. That is awesome, isn't it? I got one more, one more, one more, one more. Um, we were talking about mindfulness earlier, right? Um, so mindfulness, the way that it, or well, the way that they think it works is so that your prefrontal cortex basically can act as a damper on your emotional systems like the amygdala and the insula and the, the periaqueductal gray, which is another bit of the brain. So um, they looked at mindfulness versus emotional suppression, right? Which is just where you're like, nope. I refuse. To, yeah. I'm not going to get worked up. I'm not going to do it. Um, and whereas mindfulness, <laughs> mindfulness, you just sort of, I don't know, I'm not an expert in it, but you just sort of let it come and you're like, I'm you, not you acknowledge it. It's no, moment yeah. to moment non judgmental awareness. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, I, I am angry. I'm very and that's bad fine. at it. <laughs> um, so they look to the, the MRI, the fMRI of those two things. And basically, what happens is if you do mindfulness, it's one part of your prefrontal cortex, the medial prefrontal cortex, for everyone who wants to know in chit chat, because I know you do. That's the bit which lights up. But if you're doing emotional suppression, it's oh. another part of your prefrontal cortex. Okay. Super dope. That is Back very, very cool. Switch. And we are joined. Oh. Speaking of super dope, we are joined. Here by... she is. We she made it. it. She's here. Yes. She's back. So I've been running across London trying to get to you, trying to reach my wonderful peeps. You did it. We're so and proud of you. Science. We, we just kind of just wrapped up all the science. We now no, know all your cute. secrets and how yeah. the spell works. Yeah, we've decided everything up the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's not even a joke. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't see it coming, but I'm not surprised. Yes. We've actually yeah. been very good. We really have. Have you? Yeah. How many times has chat had to say bonk so far? Only I like twice, we... actually. I think. I think well actually well it's been done. quite good. Well done, Emily and Simon. We did have the intro Ali without as well. You. It's not just us. Yeah. <laughs> Ali even said sexual arousal at one point, and me and Simon didn't laugh. So. But you remembered it. You. Remember, yeah. 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 That seems like a good time possibly to go just on a break so we can reset because currently you guys are in the wrong boxes. Um, oh, sorry. Have I messed up? Have I appeared and like, where should well, I? You're in, you're in Bates's place, basically. You go. Can I just sorry sum up? That. Can I just sum yeah, up? For, Ali was for definitely finishing benefit. before this all happened. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Please, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. sorry. Please no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, Shams, let me just sum up. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Three, three ways that your calm emotions spell could work. Great. Okay. One, benzodiazepines like Valium. So, just up. drugs. Which up, but or up the, or up the nose. Or up the nose. Or both up the nose and the butt. It could be up the butt or up the nose and the butt. Just it's, general it's overwhelming of benzodiazepines. Yeah, and that just dampens neuroactivity in general. And the, the next one is um, control of your breathing neurons. So you can control specific neurons that change the way that you breathe, like your breathing rate. And that, in turn, uh, calms you down. And that's been shown in mice. Like, it just calms them down. And then the third way is if you were to activate, um, if you were to drive activity in the medial prefrontal, prefrontal cortex, you could uh, you could achieve a mindful state where you're still angry, but you're not doing anything about it. You're just accepting it. But if you drive activity in the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, which is next door, pretty much, 
you would basically just suppress like every good British person. Just or, or suppress the rage. Exactly, oh. exactly. So, but what, what's super interesting about that, last thing, is that the spell read, you attempt to suppress strong emotions. You don't attempt to deal mm. with them. You don't yeah. attempt to get rid of them. So no. you're just making the them not it. feel them. It's oh, not, no. it's not, hey, deal with your emotions and move on from this. There should be a therapy spell, shouldn't there? There should yeah. be a, like, you just... help people like accept acknowledge yeah that's true because there are plenty of spells like heal wounds apparently is only physical wounds you cannot heal we mental wounds oh, therapy uh, spells cure wounds or healing words simon oh, we're sorry. gonna teach you proper DD terminology eventually you knew what i meant <laughs> no we're not <laughs> i'm gonna try <laughs> but i think that that's the i mean i like having options for the yeah mechanism that's really really cool that's, i uh, mean D and D is a form of therapy, amazing. really. I personally think I I people use D and D for like group therapy, yeah. group group role play. Um, you know, I think there are some yeah. some people trying that out um, in various places. I think it helps you like if you can if you create a character that's like going through something and you're not necessarily going through the exact same thing. But I think it can be really good to like act out like emotions that maybe you don't normally get to it's also like a sandbox for emotions because i've I've heard of it being used in like prison rehabilitation schemes and like that's a chance for people who maybe don't emote normally to create as you say create a character that then it's like a safe playground to have those emotions in yay D &D. yay yay super interesting we should look into that that should be another created a character who was feeling emotions for the first time so i wanted to know what it was like no, I'm joking. <laughs> you can't tell just because our eyebrows don't move very much. She actually does feel the emotion. <laughs> There's a whole bit where they laughed at my eyebrows, Germany. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I started it. I started it. I started it. My eyebrows don't move a lot. Look, look. <laughs> they're not, no, they're fine. I'm laughing at your face. They're normal eyebrows. Please do not look. <laughs> You can tell they're raised, though, when I do. I'm so sorry, podcast. This is you're so like bad. You're putting a lot of effort into that minimal amount of movement. You like, you really had to try. Yeah, that was a lot of calories being expended. <laughs> I don't go to the gym. I just lift my eyebrows up and down a few times every day. And I'm like, okay, done it. Oh, <laughs> right. Thank you very much, Ali, for that D&D brief. We're that gonna was great. We're going to quickly just do a very brief break where we get set up for the game. We'll make sure people are in the right boxes and everything. And then, if you've not joined us before, we're going to do a very quick uh, rundown of the story thus far uh, and where we found ourselves, which is a very interesting juncture in we're the story. We're on a boat. We're on a boat. Stop it. Stop it. We're going to get DMCA. <laughs> right. So. I don't think I'm doing that good impression. <laughs> Needs more auto tune, <laughs> right? Okay, so because it's auto tune, I didn't mean to say that Bates can't sing. I meant because it's auto tune. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are about to play some Dungeons and Dragons. So, to briefly remind you um, who we are playing, uh, I'll go first. I am playing Uriel, who is a dwarf monk. Uh, all of the characters are level three. Uriel uses he, they pronouns and is a re reskinned um, dwarf monk in our universe of sci fi. Uh, they are a cybernetically enhanced human on this path towards increasing mechanization. Um, I'll now throw over to Sharmini. Who are you playing? Oh, no. Um, right, so my character is Tenebris. Um, she, her. Um, so D&D wise, she's a drow uh, sorcerer um, and reskinned. Uh, I think the party know that she's not from this planet. 
Um, so that plays into why she sort of has the, the drow like appearance. Yeah, I've mentioned that. I suddenly uh, was like, wait, do we that. know that? But yes, you, you yeah, have. she's yeah. very explicitly like, I'm not from here. What? Um, and as for the as for the sorcerer powers, um, the party has discovered that there's sort of a strange colony of the cloud, a cloud of microorganisms um, that sort of surround her and and surround them all that seem to be somehow sort of conveying these powers, but they don't know how. Uh, Emily. So I, I play uh, Infinite Sky 6000, who uses she, they pronouns. In D&D terms, she is a wood elf druid. <laughs> In uh, our game, she is a robot, a druoid, some might <laughs> say. Uh, yeah, she uh, was sent to the planet to terraform it and uh, now feels emotions and it's lovely and wonderful and totally not getting scary at all. It's lovely that. and happy. She's a ball of sunshine. Sure. Um, sure. that oh. leaves one more introduction I guess there is I forgot to deactivate the fire Ali is still on fire and our uh, DM currently surrounded by flames like he's in hell is <laughs> or the inside Ali. of his brain <laughs> I come to you from hell or the inside of my brain uh, yeah my, my name's uh, Ali I'm the DM um, and I think I'm just going to give us a quick recap of the story thus far from the very beginning just for any new listeners so that would be great the bare bones of it are right (laughs) our three intrepid heroes (laughs) um turned up in a place called Val um which is a mining colony uh, on the foothills of the Mukinchi Mountains. They didn't know each other when they turned up, but as soon as they arrived at this colony, they were all summoned to the head of this mining colony, uh, to their hut, essentially, uh, and given a mission, a quest, because they were outsiders and that they could discharge this quest, um, whereas all the miners who were there were not trusted uh, with this. So what they were supposed to do is to uh, find out who was smuggling a particular kind of mineral out of the, the mine. Um, they made their way to the mine um, they managed to get deep down into the uh, underneath the, the mountain they found some very old tunnels they broke through the mine into these really old caverns they went deeper and deeper and deeper and they found a huge uh, unearthly sort of wall right this incredible um crystalline structure deep deep in the bowels of the earth surrounded by strange things and, and that shed off this kind of strange colorful light and um, they did battle there uh, with the supposed smugglers um and then the after they tr- promised to stop smuggling mission accomplished we did it <laughs> success well done us after yeah. having made that promise they then triggered an enormous explosion <laughs> from the wall. after making that promise they burst into flames yeah they died so <laughs> really also not exploding the mine wasn't in our contract yep agreed yeah. we did yes. the right thing everyone and we should not feel guilty or bad <laughs> Our intrepid heroes ran, as all good heroes do, um, and then they they eventually made it out of the mountain by an underground river in a sort of strange way, which they hadn't expected. Uh, and then they had to sort of trek back through this a huge sort of um, uh, I, I want to say like um, oh, what's the word for when something's out of time? You know, something so ancient that it comes from like a Paleolithic or a, not not Paleolithic, like a Jurassic. It's one of those sort of Jurassic forests, you know, these vast trees, ferns everywhere. Um, made it through the forest, had a couple of encounters along the way, survived, got back to Val, having completed their quest, only to find out that they were wanted for having destroyed the mine. Very rude. <laughs> it's not At fair. no point did they say to not do that. Yeah, and we didn't do that. 
We didn't exactly. It wasn't that. us. No. Doctrine of double effect might argue, but <laughs> yeah. So, in order to escape the consequences of their actions, <laughs> no, escape the consequences of other people's not. actions. Yeah, we did, Some, we did what if we like, hadn't have been there. The same thing would have happened. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You're saying our actions have no impact on the story. <laughs> we are irrelevant. Is that where we've landed? It wouldn't have promised to stop smuggling before no, the expedition. Indiana Jones in the first film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they stole a shuttle. In fact, the same sort of shuttle. That we did. We did. It, okay, we did do that. Look, no, we did went, do that. We did. We didn't like intend. We yeah. Things. No, that one we did do. That one. That yeah. one. I'm, it just went a little it. sideways. It was but not. <laughs> you styled it out. Uh, anyway, so they escaped on the shuttle, and then the shuttle was attacked by. So someone boarded the shuttle <laughs> looking for them. They stole their ship. The that was fair. Steel. That was fair. They were trying to kill us and everyone on the ship. So I think that one was actually a valid steal. Justified. Yeah. yeah, escaped in this tooth-shaped ship. Um, tooth fairy, use the proper name. <laughs> found that they couldn't fly it very well, so kind of went in a random direction and crash-landed in this swampy bayou, uh, way oh, south of where they were. Have <laughs> you not encountered a single banjo yet? And I am disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be one on the boat somewhere. There will be one on the boat somewhere. <laughs> what boat? The boat. Anyway, so uh, now... Um, having talked to the person who, uh, or the entity, which was chasing them um, and released them. So this, this, uh, the person who was searching for them on uh, this, the shuttle that they'd stolen came with them when they escaped. Um, through a strange <laughs> mishap. That was not in- we yeah. didn't mean to do that. But- yeah. And they spared that, they spared that creature's life <sighs> and now set off through the swamps to find the nearest city so that they could make their way to Gunker which is the main city on this planet um, in order to find out more about um, an artifact they'd uncovered in the mine and also maybe to think about going to Uriel's home uh, in orbit around Braxiganto. On their journey through the swamps, they've come across a barge floating uh, in the, one of the many tributaries leading out um, to the sea and that is where I will leave it here and just say, Ralph, help for God's sakes! We'll roll the intro! So, where were we? I'll tell you where we were. We were in the swamp, sat aboard a canal boat. Well, it looks like a canal boat to our eyes, but uh, it's really a barge which has been moored against the mangroves which line the side of this river track leading out, you think maybe towards the sea through this swampy ground. You have just been trekking for most of the day through the mangrove swamps. You started off a little bit north, you think, um, where your ship crash landed and where you've left your would-be assailant now as the last golden rays of light pick their way through the leaves and branches of the mangroves as you hear the birds start up their evening chorus you catch a breath you have just done battle with 
two anime characters. So weird. <laughs> so who good. seem to I... appear out of nowhere and play all sorts of strange tricks on you. <gasps> I like how you said that, but that is 100% accurate. That's not, that's not even a summary. <laughs> People they weren't here previously, that is exactly accurate. Also, I hadn't imagined it was a canal boat. Did anyone else? I'd imagined it was more yeah, like no. <laughs> a, um, like the kind of the party Eager. boats that you go to and mm. you'd see in like sunsets and suspicious parents, like that kind Fuck of yeah. size. What a show! Oh, anyway, um, yes. Dungeons, <laughs> dragons, and suspicious NPCs. <laughs> so the way that the way to think about it is, it's got quite a shallow draft because um, it has to go over kind of constantly shifting sands. That There's makes sense. Banks everywhere, um, so it and it's quite low down. Um, so it's sort of the same dimensions as a wide canal boat, but it's not as thin as a canal boat because obviously there's a bit more space here. Oh, there is a, a name for that kind of ship actually, because they used to go up and down the Severn River, which isn't, which is like the main thing up into the Midlands from um, near here. I can't remember what they're called, but there is a specific name for them. Okay. So Uriel, Tenebris, um, and Infinity, just tell me what you're doing in the last embers of the dying sun. I, I can't remember if at the end of the last session I stood up or not, um, but if Tenebris had at any point bothered to stand up, she is now going to unstand up again um, and just sort of like, just lie back, just sodden wet from having come through the river, just on the deck, just, and just sort of like sigh despondently Tenebris. and dramatically. Tenebris, are you okay? <sighs> All of the water here? It's so cold, and everything tries to eat you, and why on this planet can I not just, you know, have have a nice day? Ever since I quit my last job, everything has been wild. Like, oh, there's a snake, and oh, there's a fish, and a giant millipede. Like, I just want a nice break. You know, I need a holiday from unemployment. <sighs> I mean, it's not a competition, but I was literally just turned into a slug. I'm really sorry. The planet's awful, isn't it? I've been saying this ever no, since it. we landed. You no. hate it. You both hate it. No, Infinity, it's not. Your planet is lovely. I mean, it's clearly not. Job. You've just said how awful oh, it was. It could, you said okay. everything on this planet is awful. It's just I have not some my suggestions. Style. If you want feedback, I do have a couple of notes here <laughs> that I could give. But no, no, but. <laughs> Why is it so cold? Why is the water cold? All of well, the water here. I didn't think it was as cold it be here. Hot, hot it was water. cold when it was underground. I admit well, it's, that. Okay, it's less cold here. Maybe I did a warm bit somewhere else. I don't remember. So yeah, okay. Maybe there's like a, a lovely desert or something somewhere. I, I'm just not a planetary planet side kind of person. Okay, so it's, it's, I, I think right. you've done a fantastic job. You, you. You're perfect. You've never done anything wrong. I'm sure that people who like planets would love this planet. It is not your fault that the boat turned you into a slug and whatever the boat was doing that that was not you that was the boat bad yes. boat i think was well, i, I, was, if it was I the don't know what boat. that was there were those metal fragments that just scared can, can we oh, can i yes. investigate to see what is left over of the anime characters um so i think i looked and i couldn't find anything we did have a yeah. look oh, did we do that time, last time yeah. you did have yeah. a look and you couldn't see anything we failed um, tiny, yeah. okay is everyone is anyone hurt I got bit by a snake. Did you? The bit you? Yes, it was when I was a frog, <gasps> and then I was me, and then Ooh. um, it still hurts a bit. One of my screens is a bit bent. See? Oh no! 
what will we be what will we do can that be repaired? oh it's not that it's not that bad i'm sure it'll get better if i sleep <laughs> you know how when computers um go into shutdown mode sometimes their screens repair themselves that will happen it will turn you off and on again it will yeah. fix it <laughs> exactly it just takes about eight hours for you to fully turn off a four actually <laughs> oh um, it's four yeah god you're amazing yeah i'm uh, fantastic thank you um <laughs> okay well um i might is I might just safe now could we just stay here and not try and wade through any more swamp or go into any more snake infested rivers and just like have a nice rest before we do anything else let's just can we please check the boat for anything else that's gonna jump out i thought out you there? checked the boat okay Jeez, i only just got on it okay okay oh i my was a slug for most of the time i was I on did, this boat i did check the boat i found these maps and this bag and this this vial of yeah. stuff okay infinity check the boat I didn't find any people. What do any of these things do? Are they are they useful? Do, oh, do the, does the map say where to go to find? We, you know, well, we did we did look at the map earlier, just a, a few minutes ago, really. Some might say, oh, um, and there were just lots of X's on it. Saying, we don't really know what they are, but um, I don't know. Did what you did? I don't. I, I don't know. No, think... We I think we did. Because okay, I'm going to... hasn't been on the boat yet. This is the first time she has been on the boat. At the end, no, of the we, fight, we, looked, I think we, did, we looked. We looked. Oh, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to go and check under every table, and in every cupboard and under the beds if there are beds for people who are hiding to jump out and if no one is here and no one has come back and says oh get off our boat you then i am just going to like have a nap on the boat i will i will uh, have a look around as well I'll look. Help see if Every, there's any nutrient paste as if well. there is a toaster look in the toaster like don't leave any toaster unturned or people live in or... toasters you don't know i don't know okay oh, i did okay. not think that people turn people into slugs but there we go that's valid Okay, um, so are you all investigating? Thoroughly. I would like yeah, to. Thoroughly. So thoroughly. Thoroughly. Everyone will investigate. I'll also be like, wow, Tenebris, I just think you're so good at investigating. And I'll cast guidance on Tenebris. <gasps> Is that a D4? Yeah. Where are my dice? Oh, there they are. Uh, I'm pretty good, though. I got this. a 16. 11. I am not oh good God. at investigating. Hey. Turns out. I should have guided myself. <laughs> Yeah, you really should have. Starting as we mean to go on, I got a five. <laughs> it's in everything, Uriel. Uh, Uriel, you're definitely still a bit shell shocked from the whole. Slug I was a slug. Experience. Cut me some slack. Yeah, and you, things still seem to have quite a, a kind of sluggy cast to them. Like you're sort of, <laughs> oh. you're seeing quite a lot of edible leaf matter around that you wouldn't have noticed before, and. Um, Tenebris, you're shivering and cold. You do notice, um, you, you don't see anything. Neither of you see any uh, evidence of anyone else there. Infinity, you look a little closer. What you do see are signs that the boat has been lived in. And recently, um, mm. you see two pairs, a pair of slippers um, just underneath the table where you found the map. Um, you notice that the, the tea on oh, that yes. table is I still found that warm. Before, didn't I? Yeah, okay. But you don't sense any other living things still okay. aboard this vessel. I, I don't think anyone's here now, but um Where did you check? Might... Did you check everywhere? I think so. Um, did you um I don't suppose you happen to find any uh nutrient paste? Whilst you were looking around, it's just that we haven't eaten very much the past <gasps> couple of days. Or mushrooms. I thought we had some mushrooms earlier today. Yeah, but do we have actually proper ago. food like nutrient paste? I just, I'm just, I'm just really got a hankering. I, d I don't think I did. 
Did I? You you did not see any <laughs> nutrient paste, but there is some food. Oh, oh. There's this. Um, there's a little bit of salted meat uh, and um, three eggs. They don't look like they're chicken's eggs. They're a little bit smaller, some other kind of bird. Um, and you see well. it, uh, just over the cooker, so there's a little galley stove. Um, and on top of that is the kettle, which has been boiling um, uh, and is still hot to touch. And behind it, uh, a little bread bin. And inside of that, um, you see half a, a slice of brown bread, quite small. Should we be eating other people's food? The, the people who live here, they must have been here, you know, eating and all that. That wasn't those little people who turned into a slug, was it? They were very small to be, like, making giant would... cups of tea. I, I feel think. like they were just projections or something. They had the same quality as my screens. Yeah, what? so they don't, probably don't eat, right? Oh, but you know what? Hang on. I'm so silly. I do have good berry prepared, so I will cast good berry. Um, and the... I think it's ten good berries will come out of my palm suddenly. <laughs> Have we had these before? I, uh, I gave them to you before, but I don't think you ate them because I gave them to you as like oh, no. uh, if you go Emergency. down, or oh, someone yeah. goes down, you can give them. them. So um, yeah, so I'll, um, if, here, oh. they should fill you right up. Are they what tasty? What does that look like? Uh, we've described it before, so it's like this little hatch opens and these berries just sort of, a little, they're, like a tiny seed appears and they just suddenly, like almost a bud of a berry. And it just suddenly very quickly, probably a little cloud of like hormones and gas spread over them. And they just suddenly very quickly develop. And I imagine they look like big blueberries, but they're slightly more purpley than a blueberry. And um, I'll go, here you go. And uh, they do have enough nourishment to sustain a creature for one day. And also I'll have one because then I get a hit point back. Hooray! So if you down any hit points. Are they tasty, Infinity? Um, I... I I like them, but I don't know whether my taste is the same as yours. Um, Uriel's gonna, re not reluctantly, Ooh. cautiously have one. Let me yeah. just let me just roll to see how he finds it. Nice. Uh, I don't think you should get to roll for that. Absolutely. Well, no, because I don't know. I I have an idea in my head, but I wanted to see chance why uh, Uriel really likes that. <laughs> of course he did. Infinity made it. <laughs> how? I could get used to it. How does that make you feel, Uriel? Well, I mean, it's, it's not exactly surprising, you know. Obviously, you're you're wonderful and everything. I just it's the first time I've had anything quite like that. Don't really go for you know unusual food that's non-paste. So, um, yeah, that's, you, you're winning me over. I've got to say, with this uh, this other. You can have stuff. another one if you would like. Oh, I want another one too. It's good. Okay, th you'll be very full after you eat two because you're basically eating two days worth of meals. We've so, barely uh, eaten anything. This like yeah, this entire I'm campaign. I'm gonna eat two, so I, I have... can. <laughs> Tenebris has that thing where you keep eating because it takes time for your body mm, to recognize mm -hmm. that you're full and then you've eaten more, and especially when it's just a berry and then you're just like, oh, why no. have I done this? You wouldn't be getting any of the signals because like when your stomach stretches, it sends signals yeah. to your brain being like, hey, stop eating now. But because it's only a berry. Oh, well, so then I wouldn't feel full, would I? Well, maybe you would. Maybe the berry expands when it hits stomach. Oh, no! Why would you? No, no, that's terrible. Know. Maybe good. Let's put good berry on a list for a D and D brief. Yeah, yeah. Why do you feel full? That that'd be a yeah. good one. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. You okay. all take this moment to eat something properly, something you haven't done, as you say, for quite a few days now. And it's strange. It's like having checked out the boat, having made sure that there's no one here, and in the relative calm of the the rocking of this vessel 
you allow yourselves to feel tired for the first time in days. You let the adrenaline just drain out of you and you feel that deep weariness. We've um, we've been through quite a bit. I don't know about you two, but I could really go for an actual proper sleep and not, you know, just, feel like we're running for our lives at all I times. Think, well, you say that, but um, I think the people who own this boat, they might come back. Everything's, they were here recently. Although well, we did steal their little boat as well. So. Well, we brought that oh, back. No. You brought that over back to here. Yes, but no, it's no, probably no. left in a place where they needed it to get back oh, to the no. boat, wasn't we, it? Yes, yes, we have to go take the boat back. Otherwise, they're going to be there on the other bank yelling right. at us. But oh, then no. they'll yell at us and we'll wake up. The outcome is exactly the same. We're Then just, they'll be mad and then they want to give us a lift. Okay, why don't... Well, Tenebris, me and you both only sleep for half the length of time that Uriel does. Um, so why don't one of us always be on the deck ready to greet the people when they return? Why don't I then, take the boat over and then the come back? And then come back. And then we can take it in turns. That would be great. If you okay, could just I'll put do the that. boat back where it was so no one yes. is mad at us. Is your belt still attached to the tree and here? I in? left it there. Okay, so yeah. I'll untie the belt and then as I come back over, bring I'll bring the belt back. That's and great. And I'll use it to steady me as I That's walk through. That's amazing. That's clever. Okay, great. So we'll clever. do that. DM. <laughs> Please, yeah, go ahead and uh, roll a okay, dexterity well, uh, check for boat handling. Don't boat lose my handling. Belt. Dexterity check for boat handling. Oh, it's good. It's good. 18. Oh, you skim across. Absolutely no problems there. <laughs> Instantly remember how I'm to do it. You boat. pull up and you cut the engine just in time to glide onto the silty surface of the mud and you come to rest almost exactly where you took the boat in the first place. I, I look back to see if Tenebris or Uriel saw my very good boat skills assume they didn't and go oh okay no that's fine and uh, then i'll untie the rope from the tree the belt from the tree and i will tie it to myself so i'll turn it into an infinity belt for a little bit and then just start walking back through the water using we'll the belt say, to steady me we'll say that um you don't need to roll for that because right. you've got it's tied to you you will eventually make it back over and you've actually killed the only large territorial predator in the area so <laughs> Ecologically devastating. Um, as as she come goes back towards the boat, she'll sort of in the water. I don't know if you'll let me like test the temperature. Does it seem really cold? Oh. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. You've experienced cold water when you fell into the mountain river deep underground. That was ice cold. You new true cold this is quite warm it's tepid oh, okay. almost okay. old oh whilst, even, um... even this is too cold okay <laughs> oh, no. okay oh, and no. then just sort of quite sadly and i think she'll just sort of oh, no. sit on the side of the boat and be like snobbish you can go to sleep first well i was gonna say whilst you were going over i feel like yuri would take the opportunity to talk to snobbish and just be like so uh but but there you um you, you you got your friends to try and talk to my my brain and I know and then, and then you didn't even and then you just freaked out because everyone <laughs> always freaks out and then I and then anytime I tell everyone oh by the way I can do this thing and then I speak to them in their head they're scared of me and they think I'm horrible and they think I'm oh it's a terrible monster lady run away from her no I don't, I don't think you're a monster I, I I just I wanted to know can you can you teach me how to quiet all the emotions down? Because 
feel like that would be. That's what I was trying to do. That's why. Well, yeah, I said but you didn't. Me. You didn't like really announce it. It was just. Uh, I was going through a lot. Okay. I said, uh, Yuriel, let me in your brain. Yeah, said, that's no. not the most reassuring <laughs> thing to be told whilst everything else was going on. Okay. So I just knowing that that's what you were trying to do, and you were trying to calm me down. Um, yeah. How how can I how can I I do that because I don't want all of the all of the emotions to to cloud me. I, that's, I don't. I, I don't want them. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy. You just you like change the way your brain is, like, like, and then you know, uh, and then it will all be like, oh, this bit, and like, and then 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 it will work for you. Right. So I just gotta think about it re really hard, and then the emotions go away. No, you. You don't just, well, no, you have to like, can is I? This, is this a thing that only you can do with your friends? I don't know. I've never, it is a good question, but I can do it for, I can do it for you with my friends in your brain. I could not do it without them. I think, I don't know. I've, I've not been without them for such a long time, but I think it is a them thing. Before, I can show you. Before we go to sleep, um, yeah. could you calm, do, do that calming thing? Yeah, if you let me in your brain, which is perfectly safe, I think. No, it is perfectly safe. You're not and I won't hurt confidence. you at all. Then I can, I can, I can make it, I can like, oh, and then you will be much less scared or less, you know, you won't see things if you're seeing things. And then yeah, maybe people... once you feel how it is, when your brain is like zip, 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 then you'll be like, oh, I'll just put my brain like that. And then you'll be able to do it yourself. Yeah, if you, could, you, could you do that? And then I, hopefully I can actually get some, some proper sleep and not see the, uh, yeah. Why, why do you need to have no no emotion to sleep? Well, you know, just if, if, you, if, you, if you're sleeping and you're thinking about stuff and you get already emotional. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's just, I don't want that. I want to I yeah. just... I think I get that. Okay, so don't, don't freak out. Uh -huh. I'm so nice that you're let, like no one's ever like wanted me to do anything like this before. Like, hey, this, is, this is this is what I, I've always wanted. This really. <laughs> like me. Oh, okay. This is great. Um, I, do I need to like tense or what? If you like. Right. I'm just gonna very like rigidly like. <laughs> mm. Sure, <laughs> whatever will make you happy. Uh, okay. Um, Ray, do, do whatever she says. Nebris, <laughs> like, grinning quite a lot, um, is, 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 is going to start these sort of big, like, hand movements that she often does, but it's like, now that we're not, like, in the midst of, like, battle and things, they're, like, quite deliberately, like, big and dramatic, just to kind of make the point of, like... <laughs> Um, and I'm going to cast Calm Emotions, yeah. second level spell. I really hope nothing attacks Yeah, us. me too. <laughs> um, on Uriel, who can choose to... Uh, He's not resisting. He's... Fa fail the saving throw, essentially. Um, and the... the... <laughs> I wonder if I can shoot... I wonder if me? any of... Well, I mean, technically, it does very boring mechanical things. Um, 
debrief we had earlier. <laughs> I, mean, I, I said I was relaxed. It's up the butt. <laughs> my, my butt is it's, relaxed. That's not involved. Calm butts. my emotions. You In also don't instance. have your belt at the moment, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Easy access. Um. <laughs> I'm going to uh, probably, so there are a few effects that you can give. Um, there's one that you can suppress um, any effect causing a target to be frightened. Um, DM, would you allow me to sort of stretch that to be slightly more like the, the, the spell's name and rather than just mechanically prevent a frightened condition to kind of suppress emotions? Yeah, for sure. Um, great. I mean, yeah, I do that. That happens. Like, you, you can, you can probably, you can probably feel it. It probably feels quite noticeably sharp. Like it, probably, like it doesn't necessarily feel like something outside is doing it. But I think, you know, sometimes when you have a, a mood and you're like. This isn't like logical. There's no logical reason why I'm sort of feeling like this. So it, it's that kind of like awareness of, of it. Muriel, it's almost as though the coolness, which you sometimes feel on the edge of your thoughts from the machine consciousness in your arm, it rises like a water level up, up through your head till it reaches the top of your skull cooling everything and you feel calm thank you that's okay i'm back now hello everyone how are we all doing uh, oh i was uh oh, oh. I, I was actually just about to i, I just feel really tired infinity i just oh, oh okay you, sh you should go to sleep D did you want to tell tell me any more about how great it is or Oh, I, I, anything. I, it's what? what I always hope. It's like all of the, all of, all of the human noises. It's gone. It's just, it just feels logical. There's a simplicity. This is this is wonderful. I thank you for this. Uh, Infinity will just walk out the room as he says all of that. I guess she wants to take the first watch then. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go sleep. Uh, what What are the sleeping arrangements? Are there any beds the or oh, yeah. sofas <laughs> or cushions? In the fore cabin, um, where there's a little door separating it from the rest of the main um, inside of the vessel, uh, there is a small bed. It's like one and a half person bed basically in the shape of a little triangle uh, into the bow of the boat there's also space on the sofas so there are couches on either side of the main cabin which could be slept on Uriel is absolutely not a big comfy bed kind of person Uriel is a sleep on the sofa kind of friend <laughs> so yeah I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll take one of these couches uh, that looks like fine for me Okay. <laughs> Tenebris is gonna like run. Wee! So... <laughs> Big fluffy bed. <coughs> so good. 
Uh, Uriel, you allow the cool to take over and you drift away into blackness. Tenebris, you allow your thoughts to settle and the calm, the trance to take over you. Then I'm gonna like actually quickly get out of the bed and look at the bed and the river clothes and then like take all my clothes off and try and like, I don't know, like wipe myself on a carpet to be as clean as possible before getting back into someone else's bed. I shouldn't have jumped on their, like, their sheets are dirty now. <laughs> They're going to be, be mad. Soaked. <laughs> There's a damp patch all... in the centre of the oh, bed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it'll dry by the morning. They won't notice as long as no one comes back. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. Well, how silty is the river? Is it, like, oh, also God. just kind of like a, a muddy... I'm, I'm wiping myself down, silty. you know, like, just, I'm, like, right, clean as possible. <laughs> then, then I'm going <sighs> to... You wrap yourself up in the duvet, the, oh, the remaining so nice. dry bits around you as you sit down and s- and now it's dark and there's just the faintest of starlight coming down through uh, the cabin, uh, the porthole at the top of the cabin. Infinity, where are you? Uh, she'll just go onto the deck and is there like any like moss and lichen and stuff on the boat on the boat no um there is a little bit of uh weed um just below the waterline on the hull yeah okay she'll go and sit on the waterline and just sort of start just making little flowers bloom and go away and just right so so the the waterline is maybe three feet down from the edge of the boat so if you think that um, the deck all right so she's standing Oh, I see what you mean. Um, She'll go to the shore. She'll go sit on the shore and uh, just sort of look at the boat, but sit like on the ground in the nature and uh, just start playing with Jurocraft, basically, just like quite sadly. (laughs) You walk out um, through the mud and the silt. um, Your feet catching uh, in the grey siltiness you find an exposed root a large mangrove buttressing root um, sticking out slightly into the channel and you perch on it and on the uh, the bark itself you can see that there are lichens growing yeah. even orchids um, in the soil trapped in the uh, the 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 uh, the, uh, what do you call those? The bark, you know, bark has um, sort of oh, rivulets going through it. Yeah, the, I don't know, the, the ridges, rivets. The ridges. Yeah, yeah, I know bark. what you mean, yeah. Um, you said Some there's soil. orchids. If there are any just that are like a bud, I'll just sort of do Jurocraft to make the bud like actually turn into a flower. The buds swell and the white petals of the flowers start to creep out of the green uh, home where they've been before. And the darkness falls. But it's barely darkness. You look out into the cool night stillness and it's a cloudless night. And what you see is the starlight, huge numbers of stars throwing these blank, sharp shadows through the trees and on the surface of the river channel itself it's almost brightly lit 
with the light coming down from the heavens. You hear a bird call. Breaking the silence, you see the barge rock gently in the river current. The sky is strewn with pinpricks of light. And as you look up, you see one of them tracking a path across the blackness of the void. Okay, one last go. I'll uh, try and make contact with it. You reach out, you talk, and you hear, And then you feel it. Not a vibration, not even a physical sensation exactly. Something more powerful, like a pulse of energy. Something that seems to ripple up from the ground all around you, through your slender frame and out into the air. And then, even more strangely, you hear it. Silence. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it's like an unearthly stillness. You don't hear the animals, you can't almost even hear the sound of the river. The swamp around you seems frozen, like as though you were looking at a black and white photo almost. And then above you, you realize that the night sky is suddenly filled with falling stars, like pinpricks of light dropping down from the heavens and evaporating in the darkness. And then slowly you hear the noises of the swamp return like a juddering, deep in-breath. The sounds of the animals, the movement of the wind in the leaves. You see the sinuous shadows of branches on the water moving almost. You even make out the chittering of tiny nocturnal animals. Mice, you hear frogs, but with incredible clarity. You can feel the wake of the fish moving past your feet in the centimeters of water around the roots. You smell the sap and the rot of this place. And then you hear a voice. It's made up of all the sounds of the forest interweaving in your mind. Do you hear us, little one? Yes. Uh, are you... Are you Terracor? You get a feeling of great age, but mixed with youth, the sense of thousands of different heartbeats 
No. Change comes. Roots crack. Danger. Danger for for who? As you see it, an image flashes in front of your eyes. A flaming object hurtling out of the sky, smashing into the ground in front of you. Burning embers of fire, pieces of charred wood. You must help. Or this world will end. Yes. Of course, uh, uh, yes, I'll help you. What, what do I have to do? As this is happening, you look out over the mud flats, and it seems like the finger-like woody roots that are protruding out of the silt, they're craning themselves towards you. You can hear animals scurrying over the barks of the trees all around where the barge is moored. You can hear hundreds and hundreds of tiny feet. Time is short. Find the watchers. Another image comes to your mind. You see floating in blackness, what looks like a golden jellyfish hanging in space. Mm. A shining gold outer dome protecting an inner core. And then you have a sense of recognition. This is one of the satellites. You've been trying to reach one of the satellites that monitors the natural processes of the planet. Yes. Go find the answers. Yes. Home. Home Who, who are you? We are many. We are the forest. I'm Infinite Sky 6000, serial <laughs> number 8691972 pmgb 1530ml uh, It's lovely, lovely to meet you. And you, little sprout. Never been called a little before, actually. Or a sprout. What should I call you? There is no need for now. We go. Oh, okay. Um, it was very nice speaking to you. Thank you for answering. You see now leaves 
falling from the trees around you, floating in the light breeze and falling onto the surface of the water, spinning slightly as though autumn had come just early. I'll pick a leaf up. It's a deep, dark shade of red maroon with tendrils of orange through it, as though the tree that shed this had used up a huge amount of energy and had ejected its toxins through this leaf. And with that, you become aware of light infusing the dawn sky. Hours have passed. You've been sat here. Oh, I should, um, I should, uh, wait to Nebris. Uh, I'll go back to the boat. You find Tenebris still okay, asleep. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Good. 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 Um, Tenebris. Tenebris. Morning. Uh, I think you might have had a bit of a longer sleep. I uh, I got distracted. So. Um, this bed is really comfy. I've never slept in a bed ever. So. You should try it. It bounces. It's cozy. Right. But at the end, we have to put it back like we didn't, because some. People might get freaked yes, out if I didn't like, see anyone in bed. arrive. Oh, so, oh yeah, you uh, didn't see anyone. Good. Yeah. Um, I'll go okay. look out. I might just go sleep on the deck because um, I don't really need a bed. So, but there is um, a bed here. Look. No, I know. I just I want to, I want to watch the sunrise. Okay. Are you Are you good? Are you Are you Yes, happy? I'm. I'm, mm-hmm, I'm fine. Good, happy. I'm fine. Yay! Okay. Good. I was like, okay, absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Infinity will do her standard, like, <laughs> and uh, but she'll go backwards, and so her head's looking up rather than face plant. Tenebris. Infinity! Uh, you're left alone uh, in with the, the very first tendrils of pink light coming from um, the morning sun that's starting to um, just creep into the sky. You have another four hours of your watch. Okay, I'm going to look out really carefully in case anyone comes to get their boat back and is really mad at us, and I'm ready. Like, anyone appears on the opposite bank, I'm going to be like, oh no, the boat is there. Anyone appears and like gets in the boat, I'm going to look non-threatening. I'm going to, I'm like planning through one, like the wave, like, oh, you're back. Funny story. There was a snake. I'm getting, uh, yeah, I, I plan on really convincing. Rehearsing. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's like when you order at a fast food place and you practice the order before you give it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or any social interaction, in fact. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, roll a perception check to see if <laughs> oh, like, there's anyone to talk to. <laughs> I practiced so hard. <laughs> oh, no. Everything's broken. Okay. Perception in the night. I like perception. Thirteen. You scan the bank, and as the the very first um, rays of morning light break through the trees, you start to make out more 
um, of the plants and of the mud flats, even some early morning animals, waders, um, and even a large lizard, it looks like, in the undergrowth, but no people. I'm going to glare angrily at that sum, and then I'm going to look at all the animals that are emerging and be like, you know, you all would be better off without it. Ah, no. Shake my fist angrily at the sun. Should have done the other watch, really, shouldn't we? <laughs> we should put Tenebris in the dark. <laughs> yes. You recused yourself from the discussion. That's true. <laughs> So you're watching the bank, you're rehearsing your lines. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, no, no, I'm good. Uriel, as you're sleeping, in the coolness of your machine dreams, there is something that disturbs you and you feel it as a sort of, uh, interference in the normally placid ones and zeros that stream through your mind. Um, but you don't understand what it is. In fact, roll me uh, roll me an inside check. I'm in right up. <laughs> oh, I'm rolling like shit today. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That is a... Oh, boy, I forgot I had, yeah, I had good insight. That's an 11. Oh, oh you're not conscious so this isn't like a thought that you have it's more of a feeling that whatever has just happened doesn't feel normal it doesn't feel human good and that's it in infinity mm. oh good more dreams good 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 it's not a calm night for you you smell in your dreams oh, no. the sharp scent of the jungle. You open your eyes to see emerald leaves circling oh. a glade, one that you've seen before in your dreams. The insects buzz and hum around you in the muggy air. You can feel the tickling sensation of a line of ants crossing your feet. And the air feels hot and oppressive and building up inside you that same sense of dread you felt before. Can I do anything in the dream? Yeah. Oh, good. Um, uh, oh, I don't know what I want to do. I've never done anything in the dream before. Um, I think she will try and turn her emotions off and not feel it and just sort of stand there and be like, well, uh, no one else wants emotions. So, okay, here we go. And she'll just try and like re-engage the emotional suppressor and just not feel what's happening in the dream. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Shite. Oh no, that was bad. Uh, nine. Um, you concentrate, plant your feet and try to keep a grip on this feeling that's rising up inside you, but you can't hold on to it. It's bubbling and building up. We've never really discussed if she can cry. But I think she just sort of falls to the ground and does whatever her version of 
crying is. I don't imagine she uh, that Infinity sheds tears. It would but... make sense if she had lacrimal plans <laughs> because you want to clear off your optics. That's how it works, isn't it? I okay. suppose. You know, you're clearly keeping your eyes clear of shit, but like but quite... her eyes aren't <laughs> doing but, but the whole the whole point of humans crying is that it's a visible thing, right? Like from an evolutionary perspective, it's a way of showcasing intense emotion and so it intensifies a bond. Whereas Infinity wouldn't have need for that, I mm. guess. Okay. Unless there are tight knit social groups of terraforming robots going around. Oh. You don't know. Um yeah. It, like, it may, yeah, go on. It, it may be that you've seen people cry, like you are aware of how it's done, and you want to try and yes. express it. I think yeah, she'll sort of just fall to her knees, close her eyes, and cry, and just try and ignore everything and everything she's well, not ignore what she's feeling, but just absolutely let it sort of overwhelm her. And what you're doing is, if anybody were to look at it, it's like a kind of strange facsimile of what crying should look like. Like, you're kind of making the shapes, but there's no sound, there's nothing happening with your eyes. You're just hunched up in this glade. And as you just surrender to this overwhelming feeling of dread, you feel a vibration in the earth. You hear the birds scatter from the trees. You hear the cries of monkeys moving around the treetops, screaming, warning signals, and then you hear it. The dull roar louder and louder, the leaves shake, the ground around you starts to bark and ripple, and you hear the crack of bark snapping as the noise becomes unbearable. You smell hot metal, and you feel an ionizing energy strip yours, and you wake up. It's quiet on the boat, except for the sound of Uriel snoring. <sighs> it just, just just wasn't real. Um, I didn't even really realize it was dreams. Um, she just sort of muttered to herself for a bit. And how does she sleep in the bed? What position does she? She doesn't sleep in the bed. She slept on the, on the deck, planking, but up with her face pointing up. Do oh, I hear? Own... Would I hear the muttering? No, no. <gasps> oh, Who's there? The What's happening? <laughs> oh, uh, I see you. Oh, it's hi. You. Okay, I thought Hello. you were someone who was. It's me coming on back and being like, "What is going on on my belt?" But it's no, just, just you, just me. Why aren't you asleep? Hmm? Why aren't you asleep? Oh, I was. I, I was asleep. I'm. I'm awake now. Oh. Okay. Everything okay? Mm, yeah, no one came. I think I had a bad dream. But you're a robot. Right. Do you have a that programmed in that you have bad dreams? I, I mean, I didn't know I had emotions. Well, I knew I had emotions, but they oh, weren't yeah. working. So maybe it's... Oh, that's true. Are dreams emotions? No. It felt um, awful. Oh, no. Very bad. Like a nightmare. Yes. Um. Yeah, that, that like happens. To, I like, think we should go to space. People. You, uh, okay. Sure. I, I need to, uh, we should, we should do that. Uh, Uriel wants to go to uh, his home and 
we should Martin's Bane. Martin's Bane, right? And you should you should get a job there, and we should we should go to space. Okay. Right. So let's do that. I'll go wake up Uriel, and uh, she'll just sort of run straight in. And uh, Uriel, we're waking up now. <laughs> oh, you... Come on, we're going was... to space. You just interrupted an amazing dream. Oh, I didn't dream of anything. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that must be nice. Um, are, are you ready? We're going to space. Uh, right now. Well, oh, wait. Uh, no, have I you, don't have know. you unlocked your stellar oh, abilities? No. Hold on. Let me hold on. No, it's fine. I haven't. Um, no, uh, Uriel. Um, this is. I'll tap him on the head. <laughs> no, it's. It's. Um, I haven't yet. But um, I. I just think we should. You want to get home, so we should. We should do that. Okay, that sounds logical to quickly, me. Quickly, soon, as quickly as possible, really. Okay. Um. Uh, right. First things first. Where is my belt? Oh, uh, yes, I did bring it in, but you were sort of already falling asleep. Um, it here. Thank you. This will be lost for ten minutes. Right. <laughs> well, probably. But... <laughs> it's very useful. Maybe we should all get belts. <laughs> it would. It would share the load quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could rappel down like a three hundred foot cliff. U- Uriel, I am. Um... I understand now why you uh, why you want to be a machine. Well, I mean, you, I thought you, you you would have understood all along, really. I mean, it's it's look at you, you're great. Well, right? Um, no, I just I maybe I was. Um, Going to put a hand on her shoulder, the mechanical hand. Oh, on the shoulder. You are great. Thank you. Um, I just, I thought it was fun having emotions, but I guess it's, uh, I guess it's not. They're more trouble than they're worth. Right. Right. So, space. Space. Yes, space. Great decision. Right, Tenebris. Oh, yeah. Hi. Right, How are good. we going to get to space? There was that, uh, we're near Lansdowne Port. Oh, right. no, you have to go to, um... Gonka and get a ship and well, then there are ships going to all sorts of places. Well, maybe if we go to Lansdowne Port then they'll know how we can get to Gunka. There yeah. may be a ship in Lansdowne Port. I mean, look, Gunka is the highest port? probability of success, but every time we take a measurement we may well find that there is a ship. Sure, okay. Well, Also, let's I that. have this special, special thingy where we are supposed to show the Red Runners and be like, look, oh, I, yes. we are from, we are from um, well, Sunday and I... I can't Just remember why. Were we supposed to give them something? Wait, they yes, probably all think to. we're dead now, so really, we, maybe we should just keep it and we should go to space. What, what was it that we were supposed to give them? Remind me, uh, someone? Check my <laughs> something important uh, we had to deliver? Wasn't it the artifact? The necklace? We were supposed to... No, the necklace to... is a symbol to show that it's us. So yes. the artifact. Oh, the, no, is we it? had the... That we took the report. The disc. From the disc. That was it. Yeah, the log. We were looking Data. for Kea Leon. In the comms Gun. log. The comms yes. log. Yes. Okay. Um. I mean, let's what, just get. We, uh, we're let's not, just, not very useful to us. I don't care what people. I don't want to do that anymore. Chats. Okay. Oh, okay. I think no matter what we end up doing, the first step is to get to Lansdowne Port because we're not going to do anything here. The first step is to get out of this, you know, horrible swamp. Uh, this swamp. This. Right. It's fine, Infinity. It's a fine swamp. It's but, horrible. Know. It's fine. It's Thank fine. you. Right. It on that map. Was 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 Lansdowne Port on that map that you found? I think so. Oh, well, no, but I know where it is. 
because I saw it on when we were in the big ship before when we stole the big ship I looked at the big map of the area and then we stole the little ship and I know we landed quite near it so I think no, it's, in, it's in the direction of the terms, river right I'm thinking in terms of practically the getting yes. there there's lots of channels around here maybe there's going to be a quick way to get there but it's not maybe we should take this boat I would not be against steer. I mean it would be what the third ship in two days that we've stolen I'd say Fourth. That, I think we should include the little one, even though we, we gave put it that back. back. Mm. That's borrowing, you said. Yeah, we returned Did it, I... not steal it. <laughs> Did I say that? Okay, yeah, Did, sure, yes. sure, borrowing. Except maybe, maybe we, should... we should take the small boat back because we might need it if we take the big boat. Why don't we take the small boat to Lansdowne Port and leave them the big boat? Taking the small boat seems less bad. Like, l smaller theft is Okay, well, let's do that. Theft. It's borrowing. The smaller thing that you steal... Also, I'm getting quite good at sailing it, actually. You didn't see yesterday, but I did quite well. Yeah, I think we should take the small boat. Okay. okay. Is there that. anything that we need from the big boat that we think they might not necessarily treat as mission critical that we could take with us? I really like this bag. I don't know I don't know what it is about this bag. But... You didn't show us. What is this? Oh, thing? yes. Let me show you. I'll show you them. Look how weird it is inside. It is uh, a very comforting color. What's in it? Yeah. It's black inside. You just can't see it. Can I put my hand in? Excellent levels of And try and see if there's anything in the bag. You put your hand in and it goes in deeper than ah, you would have expected. It's on the inside! Wait okay. a minute. Infinity doesn't know how it works. Emily does. Okay, right. I just go, wow, maybe I can't even... <laughs> She's going to just put it over her head and see like if she can see anything in it or if anything but no wait first she'll turn it upside down and just sort of shake it and see if anything falls out um, you shake it and uh, you hear a rattling <gasps> and then a pile of junk basically like metal bobbins <laughs> like things with sort of aerials sort of sticking out of them like sort of t-bar shaped bits of metal some bits of sort of plastic kind of stuff that you don't really know what it is a load of wiring some right. copper gubbins it all just onto the floor great well we've Sweet left all metal. the stuff that was in it well if we leave all of that and we'll just take the bag because this seems great can you really look through the metal yeah run an investigation show <laughs> Uh, that's a, uh, oh, actually, what is that modifier? I thought I knew it. Uh, that's a strong six. Oh, you're, you're a little bit overwhelmed. I, I mean, it's basically up to your knees, right? It's sort of filling this cabin. So you sort of try and piece through it and you, you find what looks like it might have been a, a good starting point for a prosthetic, but it's rusted and gone to seed. And it seems like the atmosphere here is really not done too well for these bits of parts. You do find, um, a card like a a monetary card which uh, you think might have some coin on it and when you tap it to your uh we've not actually gone through how you would actually tell uh, what we, money we is, met but... a dealer who had the nfc yeah yeah, yeah. point chips but we don't have them i think as well. no you don't have it yet so you tap it to your arm trying to make it tell you what it has on it but you can't tell i'll pocket that um okay so that does not make any sense. There is more stuff here on the ground. Like the volume is bigger than the volume of the bag. Yes, it seems very useful. I think we should keep it. Well, useful that is one way of putting it. Stealing. Right. Yeah. Like you can't just go to someone's house and 
when they're not there and say, oh, I would like to keep this. Like, Karen, I, I've got a sneaking suspicion that the, the things that turned me into a slug and attacked us, I think they may have attacked the people that owned the boat. I don't think they owned the oh. boat. Oh, no. I assumed they were like a, a warning oh, system. No. Oh, my gosh. Well, oh, look, no. I'm just going off with the fact oh, that they, that's a really... they attacked us. And I makes think- makes a lot of sense now that you say this. They probably just attacked the people that owned them. I don't uh, think they're coming back. We have to tell someone. Oh we my goodness. To... Can we see if there oh, are any no. like dead slugs or frogs? <laughs> oh no, we didn't check for animals. Oh no. These two slugs are just like, our stuff. But wait, <laughs> they're taking still slugs. No, because they would have, oh, I don't know. But can we just see if there is we any sign of a fight or death yeah. or- Yeah, or slugs. <laughs> Well, if when you first entered the boat and you first did your look around, you didn't see any sign of a fight. Right. Uh, it just looked as though someone had just been there and wasn't there anymore. But yeah, now I'm like, wow, there's definitely been a fight on the boat because we had a big fight on the boat. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, no, I think they just made, well, there was no signs of a struggle, but maybe you're right. Maybe... I think we can pretty safely conclude Wait, that they're not coming no, back. Sorry, I've just remembered something because the boat was on the other side of the river with footprints going away from it. No, they're oh, definitely yeah. not coming back. <laughs> so I think maybe they are, but maybe we should take the little boat. I think we should take the little boat. Or maybe they ran away because their boat was taken over by cartoons. Oh, maybe. They had to flee. Oh, that's a good... Can Infinity run the probabilities of the scenarios? <laughs> and see Whoa! which one she agrees with. Can I just wow. roll to be really fucking smart a second? Let me just cook these books. Please. Oh, yeah. Sure, roll a d20. Just roll a d20, no intelligence yeah, 11, 11 or more, and you believe that they ran away. And Seventeen. You think they're coming back. So they ran away. They ran away and they ain't coming back, you think? I think we should keep it. They definitely aren't coming back. It doesn't make statistical sense. I feel like if they were coming back, they probably would have come back by now. I think they're gone. If if some people who used to live here got murdered in a swamp by tiny cartoons or ran away and died in a swamp, I don't want it to be sailing back into the town where they probably went all the time in their boat, okay? That's gonna look bad. Well, then we park the boat just a little bit outside of the town and then we walk the last little bit. And yes, we say, we just, oh, we've just walked all the way through that horrible, horrible swamp. We can moor it up again swamp. and it'll just, if they find, if they do come back, then they'll find it because it would just be a bit further down the river. Maybe it would be better to take the big boat because if they come back and we've taken the little boat, they cannot get across the river through the big boat. <gasps> that would be horrible. Okay, let's take the big boat. <laughs> God damn it. Why am I myself into this? <laughs> it would be the most moral the... thing to do to steal Infinity this boat. You're is... right. <laughs> Somebody please do a cut of Shawnee saying we should take the small boat and like just 10 minutes later. Okay, yeah, let's take the big boat, actually. <laughs> I think that's the most moral it's thing to do. It's taken me this long <laughs> to debate the boat. Yeah. And that's your the arc. This, um, is, this is why this, the This Greeks episode should be the boat done. problem. <laughs> this one. Um, okay. Yet yeah. another boat problem. Yeah, yeah the boat problem <laughs> yeah. part two. <laughs> right. Does, has anybody, oh. I know that you, Infinity, you, you mm. piloted the little one. I did. Are the controls the same on this? Can you pilot this? Oh, I'm sure they're pretty similar. I will look at the controls. Um, so you're going to do an investigation for basically how you would pilot this boat. Sure. Uh, can I help in some way? Yeah, what? you can. Is uh, that... You uh, do it with advantage. Advantage, yeah. okay. 
I will not use that nat one. I will use the 12, so 16. You look through the boat and you see that there are some key things which are going to be a part of the way that you would navigate this boat. Um, the first is the tiller, um, which is you're going to use to steer. Um, it seems like it's got a key to turn the engine on. Uh, and also there's a, a VHF radio, right? So something that you could use to communicate with uh, other people. We don't need to be using that. <laughs> Communication? Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll just start. I'll turn the engine on. Uh, you should unmoor it from the, the bank. Uriel. Uh, how is it attached to the bank? Have you? Uh, so oh, when you try and turn the hard. engine on, you hear... Oh. and it goes dead oh maybe we should just take the small one god damn it <laughs> what, what what did you break it i don't think so what's wrong with it can i tell <laughs> the small one so, is on the other side of the, no, the river no no the big no, one what's the wrong big, with the, the big one, one the boat that isn't working what's wrong with it with that investigation check you can see that where uh, there is a fuel tank, it's empty. Oh. That's why they left the boat. They ran out of fuel. But why would they run out of fuel? The cartoon stole the fuel. What? And also, I think why we're would getting they just... into conspiracy theories now. <laughs> why would they just go across one little bit of river when there's then... nothing on the oh, other side? But maybe side? they needed to be on the other side. Maybe there is a petrol station I, I... hidden in the swamp. I think one way or another, they're on the other side now. I don't so... think we are. <laughs> No, I think they are. Oh, I, oh no, uh, no, I, I don't think they are either. But um, well, there's fuel in the other boat. In the small are you boat. saying so we, we siphon could... the fuel from the small boat to the big boat? I'm saying we go back over, get the small boat, bring the small boat back, siphon the fuel, then take the small boat back over. Wait, I'm gonna need a diagram here. Slow down. Because the fox and the chicken, they can't be left alone. Together. Um. Right. Okay. okay. Look, we've, paid, <laughs> we, we've 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 got all the stuff that we think is going to be useful. They're not going to need it anymore. Let's let's go over to the. Wait, how are we going to get to the small boat? Oh, we'll have to we'll have to walk. No, ha hang on. You got over As here just fine. You Why don't you having this discussion? <laughs> you hear something? Oh no! Thank God. <laughs> yeah, for the best. <gasps> The sound of music. This is all I wanted. <laughs> drifting down the river. Comet! And then you hear the of a diesel engine. It sounds like um, in Crash Bandicoot, the mask that when you hit it, it would go. No? Okay. Oh, I think I know the sound effect you mean, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then you see it coming round the bend in the river towards you. It's a it's a dumpy vessel, like a, a barge, right? It's about it's a, looks a little bit like the one that you've just been in. It's a bit, it's a bit longer, a little bit wider, um, but it looks in much better nick. The hull's painted green; it's clearly been painted, and someone's worked to keep it green. The top deck's wooden, uh, and it's got a light blue upper cabin. Um, the one thing that does strike you is it seems much squatter. So, whereas the cabin you're in is quite tall, this one uh, is much lower down. Okay. And it looks scrupulously clean. And there's a name on the bow as it draws slowly closer. The bullfrog. 
I, I love this so much. <laughs> and then you see at the back of the boat on the tiller uh, a very short woman maybe two and a half feet tall she's wearing blue dungarees over a dark t-shirt and on the t-shirt you can see uh, just a picture of what looks like a faded image of uh, just a cat um, jumping and her hair is pulled back very sort of neatly uh, against her forehead and she's got a broad nose and just perched on the end of it are reading glasses and the sound of the guitar I would die for her coming from inside the vessel somewhere as the boat pulls up alongside you huh Y'all friends are able. We are saved! Hello. Um, no, I'm Infinite Sky 6000, serial number 869197263 PMGB1530ML. And um, we need a lift. We got stranded in the in the in the swamp, and then we had to wade through the water, and then there was a snake, and then we found this boat, but there is no one here. And, and we haven't seen anyone else apart from you, and we we don't even like we might die in the swamp if you don't rescue us. Also, hi, oh. my name is Uriel. And and I'm the Nebris, Thank they you. They don't have serial numbers. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say. Uh. So, how'd y'all come across this boat then? Oh, we found it, and we wanted to find people to help us, but there was no one on it. We literally just walked up on it and there was no one here. Uh, well, there kind of were, but they were cartoons. They were cartoons, yes. Hmm. Did y'all kill Abel? No. Who's Abel? Is it Abel's boat? Does Abel is like Abel a cartoon be... character? Yeah, is Abel very small and cute? Or is Abel like the kind of person who would sleep in a big bed, drink tea, eat bread? Uh, he certainly don't drink no tea. Well, maybe in his old age. It's been a while since I saw him. You know, people tend to get lost around here. Can't keep track of it. Is this Abel's boat? Because there was tea here, so who... Someone was drinking tea. Someone killed Abel and made tea. But then why would he have tea in his boat? What's your name? You know what? Anyway, yeah, sorry. Do you have a serial number? Can't say I do, my dear, but uh, if it'll help you some, my name's Jandra. I was in Chandra Sekhar. With a ch or a j? That's with a j. Chandra. Anyway, look, uh, we got a bit of a tight schedule. We're moving on uh, to Lansdowne Port here. And uh, it looks like y'all folks are in a spot of bother. Now, I might could help you some, but I got to know that y'all ain't gonna do the dirt on me. Oh, no, we wouldn't do that. Uh, wow. I am very nice and gentle. We could absolutely... Like, what? We did not kill... I realise this looks a little bit strange, but we honestly found this boat and it was empty. We are so happy to see another human. Like, honestly, I know it looks weird. Trust me. It's, <laughs> we didn't kill this old man. 
Roll you know. a persuasion check. Oh no. Oh shit. <laughs> Wait for it. I know. Come on. Persuasion. I have seven charisma. I know what I'm doing. You have seven charisma. That's a two. Does that make it a one total? No, no, no. Is it a roll a four? Oh, okay. <laughs> she looks at you. Fuck. <laughs> oh, never let you real talk to people. Or infinity, no. to be fair. You could have cut me off at any time. <laughs> you were doing well. And you can see that she doesn't believe necessarily the story that you've told her but she does seem to think that you're not murderers Good. because she relaxes a little and now you see that alongside the back of the tiller so the tiller has a sort of straight uh, stick which she's using to pilot it you see that there's a long thin rifle that's been aimed at you this entire time. Well, let's say we find out more about each other on the way to Lansdowne Port. Uh, 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 uh. Before y'all get on, there's uh, some expenses that we have running this thing. Uh, just hold me one second now. Tobias! Tobias! <laughs> and then you hear... Uh, some sort of clanking, like tum, 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 clanking downstairs, and downstairs the boat, and then you hear. What is the And you see another very short figure. Uh, this time, the, the voice is actually slightly muscled. Oh, I'm kind of busy right now, but what is, what is it going to help you with? And it's coming from behind a welder's mask. Um, with at least this figure is face covered with a welding mask, wearing a, a really thick protective kind of lime coat, standing uh, in the gangway looking up. Oh yeah, oh, you found some friends, have you? Well, well, oh, how can I help uh, your folk? Greetings. Hell, Tobias, how much you say passage from here to Lansdowne Port would be? Well, given the running cost of the boat and uh, given uh, how much we spend it on fuel and uh, what, what we did, I don't see you. Uh, Colin, even 50 gold! Do we? We do. We, we, I we have do. Those, gem, those gems, right? We sold them. Yeah, I, oh. yeah, I, don't have, I have any of that. It. I have that. I have some of that. Um, is 10 our treasurer? I is it on a, we just I definitely don't cards? have it. I've got I've got 401 gold in my, written in my inventory. Okay, great. Check my book yeah, that's in. definitely from the gems, I think. Yeah. Oh, apparently I have 200 gold, but I don't. I think I kept my gems. Oh, yeah, I gave Tenebris. Oh, no, I didn't. Yes, I have double gems. the gems, yeah. this makes sense. Yes, that's yeah. right. I, I have 200 gold pieces on my, yeah. I have a right. metal crypto wallet. Which... Do, did, can, yeah, can I just, can you just remind me, um, the, the gems money was on a new card. They gave us cards. Right, yeah, it wasn't on, the, yeah. it was not on my existing card. Okay. Um, I, I, I will, I will pay you 50, 50 gold, to, please, for three transport to, to, where are we going? Lansdowne Port. To, to Lansdowne Port, please. Oh, mighty glad to hear that. And uh, tell you what, the ferry leaving now, so all aboard. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, 
the 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 man. So this that, that was a woman who you've been talking to, and the the man who's just looked up from uh, wearing the welding mask. He lifts the lifts the welding mask up above his face, and you can see he's got kind of ash sort of soot marks, like basically underneath his eyes, and a, a couple of kind of dirty thumbprints where he's tried to wipe it away. A big beaming smile on his face, and a kind of like scratchy beard. He goes, well, oh, fantastic! I just if you just like to, and then he he rolls up his sleeve, and you can see that on his arm, there's. Six different wristwatches, just all the way up his arm. Oh, uh, number five. Just uh, tap it to number five. Number four. Number twelve. Tap, 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 tap. Contactless. Oh, thanking you. And uh, if you don't leave me any more, dear, I'll be back to work. Nice you to meet disappear, you. Uh, back into the the hull of the boat. As you board, you hear another set of footprints, much lighter now. Who's this? Who's, who's this? What oh. you see is a tiny teenager, about two foot tall, even smaller. Um, you see they're wearing skinny jeans and they're actually just kind of quite cool, you know, like <laughs> they've got a kind of gossamer, like this sort of leather stud jacket, but the leather itself is a kind of gossamer that sort of you can see through it a little bit and underneath oh, it, cool. you can see this kind of tight black t-shirt that they're wearing and it's uh, uh it's even got a co- sorry it's not a t-shirt it's uh, it's got a collar so it's like a kind of collar t-shirt and the collars the collar buttons done up uh, all the way to the top um she's cool. got she's got lots of eye makeup on yeah and like 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 too much like teenager levels of eye makeup like someone <laughs> who's just um, eye makeup. yep the coolest i remember this those times <laughs> and she gives you this enormous smile goes hey hey strangers what are you? What are you doing? You, you, you're gonna travel with us? I tell you what. Hey, look, look uh, uh, so nice to meet you. Do you want anything? Can I get, can I get you a tea or anything like that? What do you have? Yeah, this this your boat? It's great. Can we show us around? Hi. Do you have nutrient paste type two? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Ma. No, honey. Uh, okay, no, I'm really sorry. We don't have have nutrient paste, but I can make more of the berries, Yuri. You should try. Would you like infinity? You should offer berry. Oh, berry would you all like a berry? And I'll hold out my hand and create more berries. <laughs> First contact. <laughs> Hello. Do you like berries? Um. Oh. You know, it's been a while since I saw someone do that. As this is happening, you've, you've seen boats. someone do that before. Not never someone like you, sugar. I mean, you, perhaps you're one of a kind, but I've certainly seen technology that creates I, such a... I don't think I'm one of a kind, actually. I think I'm one of quite a lot. I guess we're just leaving the boat behind, by the way. It's just... Yeah, yeah we've taken, right. we've taken the bag and the maps and the... There's a vial. Uriel has vial. the chip, yeah. yeah. You all have that with you, so you are now all stood on the deck of this boat so the, the boat's quite it's just as wide as a normal boat would be but it's quite squat and in fact looking down the gangway you can see inside and it looks very sort of uh well turned out very clean um there's sort of beautiful wood surfaces and everything um but the ceiling is very low and in fact you worry that although you might be able to get in how you would get out would be harder Uses of infinity's wild shape. <laughs> Makes herself small enough to leave. <laughs> Hello, do you like berries? Watch this. And she just becomes like a spider. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> oh, it's it's very small in there. I don't quite know if I would fit. Um, how how long is it going to take to get to Lansdowne Port? Or is this the kind of thing that's multiple days? Uh, in answer to you, so before uh, uh, Chandra looks at you, uh, Uriel, in answer to Infinity, you just hear coming from downstairs where um, the teenager has disappeared to. You hear, don't worry, I got it. I'll, I'll get you everything you need. Uh, oh. it, it was tea, right? I'm afraid we, we oh. ain't got no nutrient paste. I've never had tea, so I, I would like to try some. Uh, I'll, get it, I'll get it all sorted. Can I just have hot water? Do you have hot water? Uh, uh, sure, sure. We, we got everything you need. And then um, there's just a pause. And then you see the little figure comes out again and uh, just sort of shamefaced, almost shamefaced, but kind of just pushes past you. Excuse me, excuse me. And then goes up to um, the woman, Jandra, at the back on the tiller and goes, Ah! Oh, ah! Oh. How do you make tea? And do we hear see... that? <laughs> yeah, she's oh. not. She's not whispering oh, it. Myself. We don't. I don't need tea. I just. I've never had it before, so I just thought I'd try it. But you don't have to make me something special. Has the um? By the way, has the music stopped since the the young the teenager has come up top? It has. The music you can hear is spirit music that you might hear anywhere in the bayou. Ding, 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 ding. It's non but, but yes, the music, the music in the story has stopped. Yeah, right. Um, so yes, yeah, so because I was, I I asked about the length of the journey on off the back of Infinity's question because I thought it might roll into to one. But yeah, uh, Chandra turns to you after um, just saying to, to your sister that the, the girl, uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, just turn the stove on and yeah, put a pot to boil and you know what. Why don't you ask your father? I'm sure he can help you. And then turns to you and says, well, this time in the morning, I'd say we should be reaching the port about eight hours. So come the evening time, we should be there. Oh, okay. okay. Good. It, it just, if it was a couple of days, it was looking at the height of the ceiling and it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's very lovely, but it's just a bit small for uh, myself and infinity. I just dropped my pen. Um, <laughs> Are we holding a pen, Uriel? I was taking notes. I was hoping to get the names of all of these people. I've got two of them. Oh, sweetie. Y'all ain't around from here, are you? Uh, no. No. I'm from another well, planet. I'm actually from up there. Um, I mean, Martin's technically, Spain. so am I. So. Oh, that's mad interesting. So, uh, what, y'all from uh, extraterrestrials? I, I just come from so. a big spaceship. I don't know if that counts. I, I guess mean, it does. I'm more of a kind of a void person, really. This... I would have probably been here before anyone else was on this planet, though, so I, I think it's more my planet than anyone else's. Infinity probably <laughs> made everything. <laughs> oh, we Get don't know that. Land. No, because some... Well, yes, I know I didn't do a very good job, so I'm very sorry if you think the water's too cold. I'm going to... I'll try better if I get a chance to do it again. Um, so do you, do you like it here? Jandra reaches out and puts an arm on, basically on your hip, Infinity. That's as high as she can reach. Um, oh, don't you worry about that, sweetie. This is a mighty fine world. We've born and bred, live here our whole generation. I tell you, there's nowhere I'd rather be. You really mean that? 
Mm, when you get to hearing the sounds of the trees and the squawks of the animals and living with the land, there ain't anywhere else I could possibly be. <laughs> Infinity picks her up and hugs her. <laughs> hey, well, you put me down. Put me down. Sorry, I'm pallid in here. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that's just... That's one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me. Sweetie. It's nice to hear you say that. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what, what were you doing out here? You know, what what what, what brought you out, out here? Mm, well, see... Uh, if you look yonder back up there, that channel, you follow its winding paths all the way up towards where the forest takes root again and ain't this damn swamp. Y'all reach the little town of Pigeon Toe. That's where we hail from. But tell you the truth, don't spend much time there. Why not? Well, make your living out here is not but a few ways you can do it. Look around you. Y'all see any land you could farm? Y'all see anything you could hunt? Not really, no. Uh, nothing about you. If you ever tried growing mushrooms, they might like the damp. You know what, sweetie? I never have. Y'all grow mushrooms where you're from? You need the right species, obviously, for, for crops. There are multiple different species that you can use, and Depending on the, the precise conditions, it might, you know, suit them, and we can sell them for money. Uh, you still need as, space, like, you, yeah, you still need, yeah. As you're having this conversation, you hearing downstairs the kind of the clack and tinkle of crockery, um, and you hit kind of the sound of, oh, just let me do this. No, 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 I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Dad. I'm going to do it. Um, a little bit of to and fro there. And then out from the gangway comes... Um, uh, the young girl carrying three cups of tea and one cup of cold water. I, I wasn't 100% sure if, if y'all were looking for tea or hot water, man, but I, I brought you both, so I hope that, that will suffice. I, I, I'm so rude. I'm terribly sorry. I, I not introduced myself. Uh, I was about to ask. <laughs> I've got my pen ready. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> my name, and, and you can see here she takes a, a, a beat, straightens herself up a little and then adopts uh, a sort of shoulders pulled back stance and then thinks of, you could see it flashing across the head, she thinks about it again and then sort of just leans casually against the side of the boat and then goes back to the, the first time. Constance, Constance Flatwater, and who are you, you fine folk? Oh, hello, I'm Infinite Sky 6000, serial number 8691972 PMGB1530ML. Oh, hi, I'm Uriel. You can call me Infinity. Time oh. to never hello. It's so great to meet you, Constance. Oh, it it truly is. Y'all you are so uh, so different. Where did y'all hail from? Mostly infinity is weird. I'm very normal actually. Uh, yes, I'm I'm very weird. You see her looking at you, Tenebris. Y'all you're so pretty. If you don't mind my saying so. Me? <laughs> oh, Uriel! Thanks. I wish I looked like you. You look really cool. Can you teach me to make your eyes, my eyes, like you? I like your jacket. You know what? I, 
I absolutely can. I, I, just give me one second. She disappears downstairs. Um, as that's happening, um, yeah, Janja's just leaning on the tiller. Um, was there anything that you were asking her? I forgot before. Uh, Okay, Constance. As this is happening, um, you're drifting or driving through the meandering uh, channels of um, these mangrove swamps, and the river is getting wider. And you're now in the center, and the sort of muddy water is uh, all around you. And it's almost getting, the the banks are starting to recede a little into the distance. And Uriel, you can see that the sky in front of you is that shade of white that you were, you noticed when you were first here. You take a beat, just listening to the sounds in the water. So, y'all headed to the port. Mind if I ask why? We would like to go to space. To look for fossils. We're archaeologists. <laughs> we, we sort of We're ended up here by accident. We're the most amazing people. <laughs> we, you know, we, we, we came here for, for, for a thing and it turns out we, we were in the I wrong place. I don't think we need to tell these two. We can, we, these people, they seem nice. We, we just want to go to space. Uriel wants to go home. Yeah, can I see Martin's Bane in the sky? Um, roll a perception check and as you're doing that um, Constance comes back up and uh, uh, Tenebris um, she opens up what's a, a, quite a small and very well used makeup box um, and she sort of positions the mirror and she sits down on the side so now she's uh, she's about still two feet up but just perched on the edge of this um, the side of the decking she goes I want to come and have a look at this uh, uh, Tenebris was that, yes. was that right yeah, yeah. come and have a look at this. I'll show you. Do, do, do you mind? And she reaches out and touches your goggles and tries to ease them off your face. Oh, yeah, these these are, I got these um, for here because your sun is so bright. So like sometimes like I don't really see. So I got like sun goggles to see better with. Wow. They're, they're so cute. They're really... If, if I just and then she she takes out a, a, a little brush and she starts um just tracing a, a little bit of black on on your eyelids. If, if y'all just stay stay still. As that's going on, um, that was a natural one. <laughs> rolling hot today. For what? For, For my what? perception check to see if I can see my home. Oh yeah. Uriel, you I look at the fucking the moon. Sky. <laughs> like, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, but you look straight up and into the sun. That's just you just look oh, up oh, and oh. trying to explain with like my eyes rubbing in, like yeah. So uh, I'll come from up there, um, uh, and so we're trying to get back to oh, uh, trying to get back to Martin's Bane. That's that's the name of my um my my home. And uh, why go to the port? Well, we were hoping to either get uh, some kind of shuttle from there, if there is one, or if not, work out how to get to, to Gunker, where we figured that uh, we could probably get a shuttle back. Y'all are uh, thinking ahead and to Gunker now. If uh, we have to. And you can see a, an expression just 
change in her face has gone from being just relaxed and in her element really to a spark of interest with you. Yeah, I haven't heard. Uh, about what? Hmm. Y'all folks really, uh, <laughs> y'all really off the grid, ain't you? Well, uh, they do say something's happened. Anyway, maybe it's best, uh, maybe it's best, uh, what we show you. Uh, I don't know if I could do it justice myself. Uh, Tobias? Oh, yeah, there's a chance. Oh, how can I help you, my dear? You can hear the voice coming from down below decks. Tobias, do y'all think you can uh, show these folk uh, the, the announcement? The one that, this morning from uh, from uh, Gunka, from the Alliance people? Oh, no. What? Uh, absolutely, Jandro. Just, just give me one second. Uh, I tell you what, I, I, you see, you know, uh, I, I wasn't really the. Maybe not. Maybe not right now. I'm sort of in the middle of things. Kane, Kane, and then there's a pause. Kane, and then from the other end of the boat, you hear, "What? What? Kane, could you can't, can't, can't help me out here, please." Ooh. Give me, and then you hear, and you see another teenager, gangly, wearing these big thick glasses, um, uh, and they uh, they've got this baggy jeans on, t-shirt. They don't seem to really care what they've put on, um, and then uh, uh, you can see on their neck the signs of uh, a visible tattoo, like a circuit board tattoo reaching up the side of their neck. And um, just on the underside of their uh, jaw, one or two what look like plug sockets, like very sort of like jacks. Mm. What do you want? You just show these folks the announcement from today. We show these announcements. Oh, will you show these folks the announcement, Kane? Will you just come and do us a favor for once? I, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. Uh, if there's an announcement, we'd really we, we, we'd like to see it. Um, hi, by the way. Hello. Yes, please. Alliantenebris. Uh, Hello. Please help us. We have been stranded in a swamp. It was very traumatic. A snake tried to uh, eat us. And before that, we were in the mountains. I've said my serial number a lot today, so I, I won't tell you. You can ask. It's a good number if you want to know. It's quite good. You can tell. Uh, the boy looks up, this teenager looks up uh, and squints up into the light coming in through um, the hatchway into the, the downstairs cabin um, and then pushes up uh, his really chunky glasses up his face and squints some more at, at you, Uriel. And then Huh? You are. You are. You are. Uh, uh, Y'all have a, a re re replacement. Uh, re re replacements for what? What components? Your arm, Uriel. Oh. Um. No, this one's mine. You, you can't have it. Oh. Uh, 
you, you mind if I, uh, I, I ain't never seen one of those before. Is that a, is that a model BX7 uh, ZM? Oh, it's like the year's face like lights up. Like, yeah, so originally it was a, a BX7, but what I did was make a couple of modifications. So if you look in here. Infinity turns to Tenebris and goes, I think he is the one I should have said my serial number to. <laughs> Oh wait, wait! Do you mind? I'd like to take this down, and, okay. and and he sort of toddles back off into the boat, and then he comes back, and he's bought a kind of dictaphone, what looks like, but it's sort of been janked up to uh, what looks like a screen as well, and a little sort of camera. So I, I built this myself. I, you know, I would just take a take it from the salvage, but it's it's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. A, a, anyway, I'm sorry, so but please tell tell me more. Yeah, so it's a VX7, but then what I did was to swap out the lower section. Okay. Kane, will you just show these fine people their nails, but please? Yeah, Kane, we just, mom, you know, we ain't got oh. all day here. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, you see Kane, this, uh, the boy, he says, oh, yeah, oh, oh, okay, okay, well, give me one second. Um, and then he goes back downstairs, comes back, and he's brought um, what looks like a little pad, um, sort of like a sort of metal disc. Um, and he plugs it into one of the sockets in his jawline and you see him concentrate uh, and you see his eyes start to flicker around different parts of his visual field but he's just looking out into the over the river and then he goes yeah yeah, I mean the uh, the the announcement today to, for the end from the intercessor. That's the one, darling. Will you just you just bring it up? He said, uh, "Oh yeah, I, I got it, I got it, mum, I got it." Uh, I, I'm sorry. He looks at you. you I'm sorry, sir, for the the quality. You know, we uh, we don't get uh, too many good parts from from around here. But I I done the best I could. I, obviously, it ain't that I ain't much to look at, but I I do believe it'll it'll do the job just fine. Sure is enough bit break, don't worry. Um, and you look at the surface of this disc and you see um, a, uh, a holographic image shimmer in front of it. Um, and what you see in that image um, is A scene of uh, like a like a podium, um, as though somewhere where you might uh, address a crowd, but the scene is looking at the podium. Behind the podium, there stands a tall man. You got a soft, kind of long face, a dark brown skin. And it's difficult to see the colors under this bright sunlight with this flickering hologram, but it seems like his eyes are a very bright green and they're wide. Um, and you can see that he's wearing uh, a plain white military style uniform, um, almost all white, except for three black bars on the lapel. So thick black bars. Oh, sorry, not on the lapel, uh, above the um, the pocket. So where you would hang medals, for example. Uh, and he's slightly hunched. 
leaning over this lectern. And behind him, um, you can see other people, all well-dressed, standing, um, looking out as though looking at an audience. You can't see the audience or anything like that. You just see these, these people um, picked out in this hologram. You hear a cough. It's tinny in the speakers coming from this, um, this disc. Um, but it's unmistakably the sound of the voice of this man standing at the podium. <coughs> at 2.38 this morning, a signal was detected from an unidentified source. This signal interfered with the navigation equipment of craft in the air and in close orbit of the planet. He turns slightly to the side, <coughs> coughs again. The consequences are grave. This is a most serious matter. Security here and in the capital is raised to gamma level. And in the background of this, again, it's difficult to hear because you've got the sound of the engine, you've got the, the rushing of the water around you, but just under his voice, it's almost as though there's a ripple of noise when he says that gamma level. We will uncover what has happened here and any guilty party will be brought to swift justice. And he steps back a little bit straightens up and holds up his hand. Live long, stay strong, be free. And then the image shivers and fades. Oh, the fuck. But before it does, one last thing. Tenebris, you have been looking. Oh no! At this oh no! <gasps> you have been looking oh, at this shit. tableau. Yeah, oh, the people in the background. At the people in the background, and you notice someone—a face that you hadn't imagined you would ever see again. You see. A woman, statuesque, with what we would recognize as black African heritage. Her hair is sculpted into a high swooping curve. And she wears a deep purple gown that falls down in a soft arc that obscures her figure. It's the sort of clothing you might choose to both remain obscure but also signal to anyone who sees you that you are a person of power. Maybe we shouldn't go to Gonka. What? 
we shouldn't go there. Well, I mean, if the security is high, but how will we get? They to... have gamma level. So oh, how high is gamma level? Are we starting Probably... from alpha? Or are we starting from omega? I don't know. Start, start thinking. But from it sounds way... bad. It right? sounds very bad, and we should not go to that. It looks but like we, a terrible well, place. I mean, we don't need to go to Gunka. We just need to get to space. Or we could go. I don't know. Just like we could live in downtown Port. Maybe they have jobs there. Maybe it's gonna... like a really lovely place. I would, I would like to very much to go to space now. Or pigeon We could live in pigeon pole. I want to ask Maybe. Kane. She said there was a signal at two thirty-eight. What? What was there? Did you pick anything up here? I, I, I was asleep, uh, but kind of mention it. Uh, there were a, a couple of uh, items that I have that where they don't appear to be functioning correctly now. I'm going to lean lean to these folks and be like, where, what, what, were we doing anything at 2.38? We were what? asleep, right? I was, was asleep. that when I was on watch? <laughs> totally was. What you see. Why are um, you asking this? I don't know. I don't know exactly when it was. That's a chance. That's a chance. <laughs> when Tenevis leans over is really like amazingly aggressive black eyes. Like basically like all the way up to the eyebrow is black. That's lovely, Tenebris. <laughs> and it comes in like a really long cat sort of swoop all the yeah. way to the side um, like that. It, it would also help you with the bright sun, right? It would, it would limit reflections off of your, some of the geometry. Um, that's, why, that's why certain species have black, um, like- That's why uh, pirates do that? Yeah, exactly. It does, okay. it works. If you're black in your eye it helps you with bright sun. Okay, okay. I can buy that. I've never heard that it's before, but now, you, but now you've said that, it makes sense. So, but not when your eyes are like fully open. <laughs> I have got this like eyeliner here, so I did, but I just didn't want to commit to using all of my eyeliner. <laughs> Next and then time, you got to do off. it. But like, I'm going to do it this level. We're going to do like slightly yeah. big guys. You just have to imagine the, the huge rest of it and also eyes look awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is Infinity pretty confident that 238 was around the time she was uh, having a chat? That would scan, yes. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. cool. Of course, it would. It wasn't us this time, right? Because it's just that the last few times things have been us. I just want to double check. Um. No, we were all just asleep. Well, you two were asleep, and you were on watch, so it was mm -hmm. the night. Nothing happened. Well, I had um. I spoke to a satellite. Oh, I finally... you got through. Yeah, yes. Uh, well, maybe it wasn't a satellite. I don't know fully, but um, it would add up to the time of the... I, they sort of had... They said they were the voice of the forest, so... Um, you spoke uh, to a forest. I spoke to a forest, I think, and... Oh, well, Infinity, they, Infinity. Um, no, yes. no, no, you know, you're saying about the dreams, you know, you had bad dream. That's not the real right. thing. Well... No, this happened before I was asleep. Oh, well, and that could be well, real. The then. stars that they were fall they were falling out of the sky. I, I saw, I saw what I thought was a satellite. So I spoke to it, and then I think it spoke back to me. And then all the stars were falling out of the sky, and they told me that uh, that change was coming, and the roots were cracking, and danger, and okay, that the planet you... was in trouble, and I had to find the golden jellyfish in the sky. And so we have to go to space and find the golden jellyfish. Maybe gonna... we discuss this later. Hmm? Maybe we... I wasn't going to tell you. I'm not. I'm going to ask Kane. What? Hang on. They said about um, the, the consequences were, were, were terrible. What, what, did they, what did they mean? What happened? 
Uh, 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 I'm sorry, the, the consequences of the... The, the signal the... thing. Yeah, do you not know? Uh, there's been we, satellites we... have... Satellites have been falling out the sky. Uh, there's been craft... Uh, planes have gone down. It's, uh, it's, awful. it's an awful mess out there. <laughs> and then you hear at that same time you hear Janja go, You mind your language, son, you don't take nothing in vain on this boat. Which bit was which bit was rude? In it's an awful, awful mess. Oh god, god awful. Okay, sorry. Just so I don't upset you Jandra. No god awful. Mm. I think um I think we should leave the planet as soon as possible. That seems drastic. Mm -hmm. that, that seems like a really extreme, like, oh no, I, I kind of had like a freaky moment. I would like to leave this entire planet. Like, it seems like isn't an overreaction. Isn't that kind of what you were doing when you ran away? No. <laughs> no, it was not, because that was merely an employment decision that they made based on available employment. Right, well, technically, this is my employment looking after the planet, so. <laughs> But you're saying that in order to protect the planet, you've got to leave it. Weirdly, yes. Okay, fine. We were okay. We were, we're going to go to space anyway. This I is mean, you two, you two don't fine. have to come. I, I, hey, I should I'm going probably to space. do it on my own. But I am absolutely no, going I'm, to space. I'm going with you. I'm coming to live in Martin's Bay with both of you, so that we can all live happily ever after and be normal. That's oh, the I plan. Okay, let's pump the brakes on that. But I, I, I am coming with you, Infinity. Right. I will also be there. And Tenebris will also be there. As okay. you're having this conversation, you see the channel <laughs> curving out. And in front of you, you see an expanse of water. Um, broad, blue, turquoise, and calm, stretching to a faded line on the horizon. The breeze blows cool now on your cheeks, and the sounds of the marsh and swamp have been left behind. The sea spreads out before you, like ruffled silk and you hear the faint <coughs> from some sort of wheeling bird above you in the sea water where the clear turquoise of the sea meets the river you see the alluvial mud creating tendrils of rich dark uh, silt water mixing with the clean of the seawater Chandra leans forward and goes, Yeah, we are a good part of the way there now. Y'all see it? And she points out uh, along the coastline, which you can now see, stretching away. And in the distance, you can see a black spot, tiny little bit of smoke rising above it. That's where we are headed. Not so long ago now. Great. <laughs> no one was saying anything. I think we were waiting for you to end it there, Ali, but yeah, I'm not sure. I, was, I was very much waiting for Ali to, to end. Yeah. <laughs> were you about to end it there? You were uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, so, you know, we, we could end it there, but I also feel like there's a little bit more that we could do. Okay. Um, that, I mean, that feels guys. like a natural break. That felt like a very ending paragraph. You're so poetic, you were Ali. You're so poetic. We were, like, like, we were like, oh, and that is where we'll end it. <laughs> you just all said us. And we were like, are we uh, talking? Uh, nuts. <laughs> okay. And that is where we'll end it. <laughs>
That's what yeah. we thought. That's what we were like. That's what I thought. <laughs> like it's the first time that that's ever happened. That all of us have just gone silent. <laughs> Apologies, podcast. That must be awful for a second. That, that um, silence has been cut down. Hopefully. Nah. Nah. That's nah, nah, <laughs> painful thing. So it's like taking the earbuds out. The thing is, out. now I have to leave it in. Now we've said that. Yeah, I actually do have it, to keep yeah. it. In. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. You played um. yourself. <laughs> Um, so there's a bit to talk about. That's, that's that was, was it Infinity or was it the other thi- the thing Infinity mm. was speaking to? Uh, it came from the earth, but then but then but if it was why? the voice of the trees, was it? Did I interrupt all the fucking things and kill people? No, 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 no. That was so much good shit. That like, that was so many, whoa, like, whoa. So <laughs> <ever> <laughs> seeing someone, my god, and oh, <laughs> I can't, we, we've not, we, we're still in the swamp, and yet we seem to have advanced the plot. Like all of this plot has happened, just. Kind of uh, plot train has arrived. Now the plot <laughs> train the has swamp. arrived. Like we haven't made it anywhere. <laughs> Things are happening to us. When the boat didn't start, I was like, "We're never leaving ever." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have another fifteen minutes of conversation about how to drive boats. Yeah. <laughs> I love these NPCs. The flat was it I flat Was that their surname? The die for the people I've ever met in my life. I am a sucker for a Southern American accent they are anyway. So like, incredible. y'all, oh, Carlson, this, is, this is my new best friend. Flatwater. Uh, Flatwater's their name. Flatwater. Flatwater. That's what I didn't write down. Oh my I love them. God, I love them, and I would. I die love for them so them. much. <laughs> They They're like all gonna die. Plan. They are, they are all that... going to die. <laughs> no. I can, I'm calling it now. I, I was. There was a sudden moment where I was having a, com- a a conversation with the really enthusiastic young teenage girl, and I did have just this sudden like, Ali's going to kill her. Like, <laughs> it's like in the middle of it. He's, he's like, brought us nice NPCs really, to kill them. <laughs> it really happened quite the suddenly. Is, like, and then yeah. I if he actually I'm has that done guy. that, he can't do it now because we've yeah. said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> We've we've saved them. We've saved their lives. Um, this 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 was, there was a lot that happened today. A lot but, happened. That was right. great. We should very briefly say what we would what came up that we might like to talk about in the next episode in the D and D brief. Good berries, I thought was a good one. And the being full. Is there ever any way you could full. justify the bottomless sack? I Which think that's a physics one that I might have to try and tackle at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. next time like it's Simon, awesome, we'll make Simon do that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the TARDIS, right? Physics La the bag TARDIS. of La Holding. Let's go. I, I think it's me next time, and I think I still got to do the cute people because I, I was late today and I couldn't do it. Oh, so yes, we did make you oh, do yeah, that. yeah, the anime people. Yeah. A little oh, yeah, bit. let's do the anime people. Yeah. Because good berries will come up again for sure. But wasn't it? Yeah, so. it was cuteness, the science of cuteness. That cuteness. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not the science of tiny anime people. <laughs> that, <laughs> I felt that was too specific. Why? <laughs> One inch man. <laughs> if you can find science in that, then we've done very well. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, well, it's it's strange now, but this is actually going to be the end. We're not doing the Dean brief. <laughs> no, no, no. no yeah. yeah shall I, I, everything's wrong. Shall I wrap it up? Because let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I, I feel like we're wrapping up because I wasn't here Should at the start. Yeah, do the intro. Oh yeah, d- yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yeah, me want to pee, the... Ali. I will not. <laughs> we need yeah. the music uh, adjustments. Um, thank you to everyone 
who stayed with us to the end of that in chat. <laughs> so it was a late one today. So thanks those of you who stuck around. Um, hopefully uh, other people are also enjoying this on uh, YouTube and podcasts. There are many ways that you can uh, listen to uh, the RP geeks do the our Dungeons and our Dragons and our Science. Uh, you can find all of them linked to on our website, rpgeeks.co.uk, and you can follow us on many of the social medias at rpgeeksdnd, where we post things about TTRPGs and about science. Um, so, yeah, please uh, come say hi. Um, I hope you've had a good time, and we'll see you live next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Woo! Bye, everybody. Bye! Bye.